Hey, Spencer, have you heard of Lisa Lampanelli? Oh, you're talking about the queen of mean, right? Yeah, but she's also become the queen of lean. Did you know that? She has a, a play called Stuffed, where she delivers brash, skinny insight from the fridge to your ears. No, oh, yeah, not, no. I don't think that's what happens in the play. <laughs> I've actually heard reviews for the New York Times that have said uh, Stuffed offers laughs, genuine pain, and even a bit of insight. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Why? Is that relevant to anything? Well, well, you know, yeah, Lisa Lampanelli, she's got a lot of street cred, and she's also got a new Feral Audio uh, podcast um, where she and her co-host, Mike Morse, uh, talk about health, food, body image, everything else to help you be the best you you can be. That's a that's a, that's a a real hairpin turn for the queen of mean. She's, she's stopped stomping on uh, political sensitivities uh, long enough to help you self-actualize and get, engage in some self-care. So what? She dishes out some tough love as she takes your questions about being fat? Fat, being skinny, being anything but right, and helps you grab a little self-acceptance. I mean, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, but there's other stuff too. Like if you if you want to get yelled at by uh, Lisa, you can email get stuffed at feralaudio.com, uh, and maybe she'll uh, she'll make you feel like a piece of shit on the, on the podcast, <laughs> or, or or maybe she'll make you feel better. I, you you don't know with Lisa Lampanelli, she's the queen. Of mean and lean, um, <laughs> give their give her hotline a ring three four seven four six four two six five four, and you might end up in the show that way too. But in either case, it's worth a listen. It's free. Like uh, I think it's very interesting that she that she's 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 like had some transformative n- nutritional experience that she and now is is, is doing insights because you know what's interesting about the idea of Lisa Lampanelli talking about body image and stuff is that we already know that she doesn't give a shit about what your feelings so and and what we probably need to do more of when we're talking about um, health issues and stuff is actually have some frank conversations we're a very fat country very diabetic country very diluted uh, v- vain. Um, uh, self-loathing, uh, shallow country. Like, like, what, what, what do we need to do to actually be healthy? I, I, I would trust uh, uh, the queen of mean turned queen of lean to, to, to tell me that. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe to uh, get stuffed. Get stuffed. Kick the craving. Subscribe to get stuffed on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com/slash get stuffed, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage. The new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. Hi, my name is Heather Graham, and I'm playing Dorothy Tyson in the movie The Last Rampage. The Last Rampage is a true story about uh, Gary Tyson and how his sons broke him out of prison. And uh, it's a very dark story. And Gary Tyson is not a good guy. I play his wife. And I'm super loyal and devoted to him, even though he's pretty much the worst person in the world. One thing I think is interesting about the movie is a lot of these movies, they tell a story about like, oh, this rebellious guy who was this cool gunslinger and, you know, he did it all these wrong things, but he did it for the right reason. And I think this story sort of turns that story on its head because it's got, at first you think he's a cool guy, but then you're like, no, this guy is just like a selfish, self-centered, narcissistic jerk. I like stories about real people. I think sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Like, I mean, some of the stuff that happens, you just go, I can't believe this is real, but it's real. And then if you do more research, it's even stranger than the stuff they put in the script. It's just like, sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today.
For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on Facebook.com slash Last Rampage Film. On a boulevard called Sunset, in a wood called Holly, there is a town that exists named Harmon. It is my duty and privilege to declare that Harmon Town is once again in session, y'all. Let's all lower our heads and raise our eyes. And welcome to the stage the mayor of Harmon Town, Dan Harmon. Thank you. Thank you very much. Will you workshop something with me in my, it's been in my head, uh, we were in the green room, so, okay, so, milk, milk, laminate, round the corner, fudge is made, push the button, pull the chain, out, out come chocolate, choo-choo train, yeah. but I don't like the melody on the right. second half, like there's, it's not satisfying. Oh, so you're workshopping the melody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're combining. So milk. I, lo- I love the first milk, part. Milk, milk, lemonade, round the corner, fudge is made, fudge is made. Yeah, I mean, that, that's sort of the first, the, the first line. Fudge is like, made. Fudge so, is so made. Now, how would you resolve something like that melodically? Milk, milk, lemonade, round the corner, fudge is made. Push the button, pull the chain. Yeah. Out, out come chocolate choo-choo train. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> milk, 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 lemonade, out, round the corner. <laughs> milk, milk, lemonade, round the corner, fudge is made. Push the button and pull the chain. Outcome chocolate choo-choo train. All right, that's great. Uh, I hope you guys know that 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 that's about taking a shit and uh, and peeing and stuff. Uh, I feel like just having done that twenty seconds of podcast, we've made up for last week. <laughs> certainly, certainly a little more mainstream accessible than, than than the last hour or so of last week. Hey, man, weekly podcast off the top of our head, unedited. Uh, take the good with the bad and fuck off. Uh, I, 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 uh, all right, so uh, um, let's see. My garage stinks. Uh, I need glasses. I'd like to commit hundred percent to D and D tonight. Uh, I'm wondering about premium gas. Uh, I've been thinking about like, like what has the species accomplished other than things relative to the species. Um, uh, I'd like to know how, how Spencer's enjoying being my assistant. Uh, Seek Donnelly's here tonight, our aneurysm surviving friend. Uh, would like to speak with us for a little bit. Uh, I, I, I had an emotional uh, memory about uh, Brown Deer, Wisconsin, uh, uh, on the Fourth of July that, that made me sad tonight. Uh, and uh, I'd like to talk about to Spencer about possible improvements to my pad of paper device. Because it must be said to the home listener that you are not reading. It's so much more efficient than reading off your phone. You're reading off of the iHarmon. Yeah. Uh, chest notes. Well, listen. Listen to how much shit. Just tonight. I. This is one yeah. page from tonight. I used this thing while driving over here. I couldn't. I that, couldn't have that, done this. That is still illegal. You're well, still not allowed I, to I, do I'm that. I'm sure it is, but I mean, every everything's being humans illegal. I mean, I like, mean like, that's actually more dangerous than texting because that that must take two hands to do that. 
No. No, no, less. Like, Aaron was driving with me. You can ask her. I, I, with this, you could just... It's See, around you, you my neck. You almost committed uh, aggravated vehicular man, uh, manslaughter. <laughs> I'm not going to defend any of my behavior. I, I just... But I will tell you that this is this was safer while driving than, than texting. N- none of which is safe. You shouldn't be doing anything but drive while you're driving. And... And... Loving all races and uh, sexual orientations, <laughs> and uh, and and invading Syria. All right, <laughs> just just some things to knock out. Uh, Dan, uh, how do you feel about Syria? Uh, you know, I, I we got to get in there and see what's see what's going on. Just uh, you know, right now it's like Schrodinger's country. I mean, is there are, are, are they a threat or not? There's only one way to find out. Open the box. Get in there. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't know, man. But but <laughs> if, if they are shorting this country and we open it up and they're not a threat, like, like we well, don't... you know, the, the witch sunk. <laughs> <laughs> you know the old the old witch thing. You know, you throw the lady in the water. Oh, and oh okay. If she floats, she's a witch. And okay. If she sank, well, they don't, they don't, shit. They don't, they don't sink. <laughs> they don't sink. They just drown. Right. Yeah. I think. I think. I think if you look up drowning in the dictionary, it'll say like sinking as no, a human. No, you know, human bodies float after they after they drown because they fill up with gas. Oh boy. <laughs> I think I think for the part that's killing you, you're underwater. Otherwise, <laughs> you, otherwise. It's, but it's, you're not a witch because you sink to the bottom of the of the lake. No, right? that's if you're not a witch, you drown. Right. That right. was the whole point of that. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like, uh, what I, okay, here's the thing that I wanted to talk to you about. Because you, you read a list. I have my favorite thing to start with. Uh, but you, you What's pick, your favorite? What, what I, w- I want to go right into your problem with premium guests. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I don't have a problem. I have a question. Okay, I, well, yeah. Let's, let's, is it, is it, am I, 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 am I, am I, should I be getting premium gas? <laughs> is there any, is it just a scam for just rich people? Is it just do, like, do, do, do you own or lease your car? I own it. Then buy premium gas. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's for certain types of cars. Yeah, sports cars. No. Yeah. It depends on your engine output. It makes your engine better. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Sesame Street in here, but really like, you know, but more but instead of talking about the, milk. the Harpentown audience is, is as divided as Congress is about Syria right now. <laughs> yeah, it is. How many uh, are undecided on Syria and on premium gas right now? <laughs> I think there's probably a stone that could kill both of those birds. Or a missile. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, who, who, who considers himself a sort of expert on this issue? Like mechanics, auto, gasoline, whatever. About the premium gas thing, not Syria. <laughs> okay, nobody. No, well, do, we, well, do we have a Syria expert? Okay, I got a hand shooting up in the middle. Are you sort of a gas? gas? I'm not an expert, but I looked into it for my own car. Would you be willing to come up here for just a moment? Sure. Okay. (laughs) Premium gas segment. This is the premium gas segment. You can grab one of those mics. What's your name, sir? I'm Gabe. Gabe? All right, thank you for joining us here at Har- the Harmontown meeting. Uh, so what did you learn about premium gas? So I learned that uh, my car takes premium gas, and I have to put it in or something goes wrong with my car. What kind of car do you have? I have an Acura. It's an old Acura. And, you, and really? It's a, it, yeah. it needs premium gas? So or it- if, if it says requires premium, then you have to put it in. If they say recommends premium, then you can put a lower octane in, and it still works. Like the engine will adjust to it. All right, so I, I, have a, I have a Prius. Does it say it requires premium? I didn't look it up. It probably <laughs> doesn't, right? No. 
No, so you don't need to put in premium. All right. It's like the engine is tuned for whatever octane that they say. I think the big selling point was you barely need to put in any gas. It's got a big battery in it. I mean, are you putting any gas in it? Yeah. You, you have to put in gas. Some. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Always there has to be some gas. There's in some it. in there. It gets yeah. alarmed when there's none in there. Yeah. I thought you were gonna so. get a. Aren't you gonna get a Tesla at some point? I, I, I looked up the, the Tesla is like I think it's like 500 grand and there's a waiting list. No, I can't. It's like I, 60 grand, my friend. 60 happy. grand. Yeah. yeah. There, there's models. That, there's levels of Tesla. Well, I don't want the Tesla coach. I don't want the, <laughs> I want the, the, the Tesla economy. <laughs> it's like a little a little golf cart, no, it's but it's like, technically it's a like Tesla. 60 or 80, depending on how much you spend. All right. Well, I, I, I have to I have to research. It more if it's if it's under a hundred grand, like I, I might celebrate. Like the no 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 I'm <laughs> no if it's if it's under a hundred and yeah no I would I would I would I'll yeah, think about it again because I've had my I've had my car for a long time. This is a, taking this is taking a horrible direction. Premium gas is something that everyone can relate to. Listening to me talk about what car I want to buy next is that's that's bad entertainment. All right, uh, well, 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 thank you, Gabe. You you want to plug your new book? Uh, it's your book. I'm reading your book. Oh, okay. All right. Play your book. All right. Uh, the, uh, Gabe. Gabe. Everybody. Gas knowledge, Gabe. Gas. Gas, Dave. Premium. Premium, Gabe. All right. Boy, I, I, I hit you with a tornado of topics, and you just latched onto the worst, like the, the most mundane. It's funny when you get attached to the mundane, because oh, okay. you, you live in a rarefied realm of craziness. That When, when you get bogged down with uh, you know, plumbing or the, the, your gas, that's funny. Here's the thing I'd like to talk to you about, and I'd like to workshop this idea with you. <clears throat> Can we talk about the fact that backstage, right before we came on, and we don't talk about a lot before the show starts... Dan was singing the Milk Milk Lemonade. Yeah. And he said, Jeff, what is the chain? Oh, no, no, what, what was your question there? What's the button? What's the button? The Push the button, pull the chain. I know the chain's your dick. Someone else asked what the chain is. Yeah, uh, Spencer asked what was the chain. The belly button is your button, and, the, and, the, and Spencer said, what's the chain? It's your dick. Right, no, I think Aaron said, what's the chain? Oh, yeah? Maybe? It was me. It's Spencer. Spencer. <laughs> I, thought the, I thought the button might have been a nipple, but then when you said it was your belly button, that made more sense, because yeah. that, that might make me poop. <laughs> the pushing, pushing the belly button and then pulling my dick like, I, I, because that's never happened before whereas lots of people have touched my nipple well, like, in you, fact that's you, were, you referred to your penis as a little purple choo-choo train before but, oh yeah well all aboard <laughs> well not all <laughs> one, at a, one at a time um, no I want to talk to you Jeff about uh, okay, so you know, okay, so I was in bed today all day with my lover, Aaron McGathy, uh, like, like, like not doing anything sexy or anything, like, like doing something that we love to do, which is sit and watch uh, uh, movies and, and eat pizza. That might embarrass her, because she would rather you think that we were sitting in bed lifting weights or something. But. <laughs> or making love. Well, she would probably love for you to think that too. Yeah, I, I, I've been. I don't need you to have that mental image. I, I, I'd rather you see me like like sitting in bed with one of those like back pillows watching. A, you guys eat pizza in bed? Fuck yeah, yeah. 
It's it's the best relationship ever, and that we both love that. The... That is something I've never done. I've never had a pizza while in bed. Oh man, I've never eaten a pizza supine before. Welcome, welcome to every Sunday at, at Danadu. Yeah, we just we, we 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 wake up and then we we roll over and grab the remote, and, and there's a there's a flat panel on the wall, and then you just like go to the Apple TV. I mean, this is just unrepentant douchebaggery. And, 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 and do you Grubhub? Who who gets out of bed? She gets she she grubs the hub. Yeah, the grub eat twenty four. Does she who gets out of bed to actually get the pizza from the front door, there's or does the Grubhub gentleman come in and get in bed with you? <laughs> and, and, and there's an extra pillow for him, and, and he has to watch uh, Die Hard Two with you. Whoever whoever's got pajama bottoms on at the time, there's a negotiation. You know, people get each other water, aspirin, things. Uh, so anyway, so Aaron gets it. So no, I usually I usually do the hunting and gathering. Thank you. <laughs> the um, I was thinking that, today. That is neither hunting nor gathering. <laughs> I, it's all relative to a sedentary lifestyle. Like, like, like that, that is the most hunting and gathering that, that's going to get done this week. I'm surprised you even have the, the energy and the fortitude to put your little eye harmon around your neck in the morning. And, I, and I, like, that to me seems like a physical exertion for you. It, it, yeah, it's not easy. <laughs> uh, so I was get, getting out of bed today to come to do the show. Yes, that's how long we, we stayed in bed. Right. We had a perfect Sunday. We watched uh, some Ryan Gosling crap and uh, just ate some pizza. And there uh, is no such thing as Ryan Gosling crap. Uh, so, 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 some movie about him where he does, says very little, has lazy eyes, and drives a vehicle to uh, to to moody needle drops. Uh, and I just described four Ryan Gosling yeah, movies. That's that's the only three I've seen. Yeah. I, I, I could narrow it down by tattoos. I could go like, oh, it's the one where the hamburger's on his bicep. Um, uh, so, uh, but I could not narrow it down by saying, oh, it's the one that dissolves to like synth music as he proceeds to, down an autumn, uh, 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 an autumn leaf festooned country highway. Um, that was, that that's you still got three movies to uh, to guess from there. All right, sh- sh- shut up. Um, <laughs> Get, getting getting out of bed to come to the uh, show, I was o- I was overcome with the sensation that I'm sure we've all had, which is that I would rather stay in bed. Not no, no offense to these people or the show. Like I'm glad I'm here now because I get to talk about this. But I was thinking on the drive here and wrote down in my pad while going 40 miles an hour down Sunset uh, that like okay, so and please workshop this with me. I'm not presenting this as a thing that I know is going to work, and I don't want I don't want all your little hole pokers coming out and poking holes in this. I want you to build something with me. It's called brainstorming. It's called yes and. Work on this with me. It's not, it's not going to sound foolproof immediately. It's not going to nestle perfectly within our, our, our society, but it might be something that builds society around. So do you know how the Amish have that, what do they call it, ram and sprang and thing? Yes. Uh, they, you know, Google it, I'm sure. Uh, the the, the 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 you know they they they're they're Amish and then like on their you know and they become adolescent Amish people and then the Amish hive says to them like uh, go go be not Amish for a summer it doesn't matter I don't care but uh, they have it to the, I, I I'm not saying that it's, I don't know anything about it I don't care I just know that they 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 go off and they be not Amish for a while and it's their chance to decide whether they want to come back into the fold did you become Amish in the drive here. 
I was just thinking about that in relation to my bed experience, where I don't, I didn't, I wanted to, I wanted to stay in bed. So, so I don't know, so like working title, bed, bed sprungen. Okay. <laughs> it's it's like like I'm I'm riffing here. Like help me workshop it. I don't. I'm just bad pitch, and let's build on this. Once a month. The, 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 the worker at Harmontown, the, the average citizen, whoever you are, there's no hierarchy, just the person, a Harmontown citizen, you, you're in bed and you, you have to stay in bed until you can't stand being in bed anymore. That's it. Yes. <laughs> that, that, that was that, that, that's called depression. <laughs> no, stay... stay Staying in bed is called depression. Yeah, like, Getting out of bed is called enthusiasm. Yeah, that's called re- recovery. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it, yes, it's it's also called rebirth and recalibration of your of your mind and spirit. Like you're going, oh, I'm getting out of bed for a reason. And so I'm always uh, how we all are always getting out of bed against our most fervent wishes. Usually, how many, how how often are you leaping out of bed? For me, when it rains, when it's raining outside, I love. I, I can't wait to be out in the rain. My girlfriend hates the rain because she's Scottish. Uh, uh, we, we we have like we're totally different. She'd rather never go outside when it rains. For me, if I hear pitter pats of rain, I must be outside. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm saying there are instances when it's good to be out of bed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 just proposing this idea, Jeff, that people have to stay in bed until why don't we, why don't they realize we, that they want to get out of bed. For why you, you, it would be when it started to rain. Why don't you make communities so successful that we can build a bedroom big enough that we could do Harmontown in your bedroom? Each audience member could have a bed. Oh, oh, now you're talking about a cult, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, you know the difference between a cult and a and a and a, and a society is, uh, uh, you know, longe- know. longevity, <laughs> solvency, success. You know, I could talk to you about a two hundred year old cult called America <laughs> that worked out just fine until recently. <laughs> uh, all right, so. Uh, <laughs> I mean, obviously, you're not going to help me make that idea work, and we'll, we'll get back to that. It's older than 200 years. This episode of Harmontown is brought to you by Fulton and Rourke. Jeff, you're sick of uh, spilling all your colognes all over the place. You hate liquid colognes. Is that correct? It's my nemesis. It's, I, it's, it's the thing that gives me nightmare dreams all night long. I can't remember how many times I've walked in on you just, just covered in sticky, wet cologne. I have traveled and broken a bottle of the cologne that I wear. And then my luggage smells like a French whorehouse for the rest of time. Yeah. But Fulton & Rourke is a men's fragrance and grooming company that specializes in solid colognes, shave, and shower products, all designed to make getting ready easier and more enjoyable. Now, when you say solid colognes, do you mean like solid in the jazz sense? Like, wow, that would, that jazz solo was solid. You know, I do mean that, but I also mean physically solid as well. Oh, like a little... Like, you're talking about a wax-based cologne that travels in a little small package that I, I can't spill all over my luggage and smell like a Mexican tit house. So these are travel-friendly wax-based colognes that can go anywhere? Plus, there's nothing to break or spill, and of course, they all smell fantastic. Fantastic. Like a Mexican tit house. <laughs> I mean... There's there's different levels of Mexican tit house. I mean, there's 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 the high quality ones. There's the ones that you wish you didn't go to. Right. Yeah. Titas fantásticos. <laughs> Is one of their fragrances called Mexican tit house? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> que fantástico. 
<laughs> Fulton Works bar soap is designed to exfoliate the skin with or without a washcloth. Also, you don't even have to touch it. It comes and does it in the night. Well, <laughs> that's amazing. That's that's literally unbelievable. Did you know, Spencer, that GQ magazine just named their shave cream the very best on the market today? Well, yeah, of course I knew that. Why would you, why would you ask? I mean, who am I asking? I mean, this guy, you go to his house, it's like an episode of Hoarders. So many back issues of GQ magazine there. Right, and I got to tell you, my house is made out of bricks of cologne. Wax-based cologne, I hope. Yeah, yeah. Try it yourself at FultonandRourke.com and save 15% off your purchase by using the code FERAL, F-E-R-A-L, at checkout. That's FERAL at checkout. Smell good for once, you fucking bums. Fulton and Rourke, get your smelling good. <laughs> Fulton and Rourke, time to get your stink on. Off. <laughs> get your bad stink off and get your good stink on. Fulton and Rourke, not by Menon. <laughs> Different corporation by Fulton and Rourke. What are we going to do for Halloween? I'm, look, last year we all dressed up as Jareth uh, from uh, Labyrinth. I spent a lot of money on that costume. I'm coming as Jareth again. All right. I mean, unless look, ha- Halloween is one of those three, four day long like experiences where you can dress up as a cowboy one night and a sexy fireman the other night, and then like. Uh, and then we can all dress up as whatever, but I'm, one of those nights, I'm fucking uh, Jareth again. Don't you think be. it's nice when we all at Hermantown dress as something? We should all dress up as Jareth. All David Bowies. Different Bowie? Like a, a different... Uh, yes. what, 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 what's your pitch? My pitch, my pitch is all Spencers. Yeah. <laughs> See, I... I don't like that because you said that in front of Spencer and Spencer didn't look pleased about that. Uh, here's some other things Spencer doesn't look pleased when you say. Don't do Morning, this Spencer. No, no. No, no, no. We found out last week that you're a bad person and Spencer's fine. Uh, Spencer is not displeased by everything. Spencer doesn't need a bunch of people to come in in beards and lumberjack shirts and shorts. I'm not doing it for him. I know. That's why it's a bad idea. So we should not do things that, that one person is going to be upset Dr- by? Dress, yes. uh, he, can we dress as Dan Harmon? He, well, yeah, here's the thing. Yeah. Dressing like a person that is not a, uh, an actual iconic figure, if, if we leave here, if we leave the sexy confines of uh, Meltdown and we go out to a bar afterwards, we're dressed as Spencer, we just look like, like people with bad beards and ponytails. <laughs> and then that, that, doesn't, that doesn't resonate anymore. And my concern is that two things. One, Spencer doesn't like the fact that we're all either paying tribute or mocking him in some way. And the second thing, we go somewhere else and we look homeless. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a, yeah, pretty, like, one-two backhanded kidney punch. Well, like. the thing, the thing is, here's why. Uh, beards, the quality of Spencer's beard, you cannot get at a beard store. There's no such thing as a, as a, as a, as a place. What you're going to get is a shitty fucking Hollywood Boulevard Hammurabi-looking bad, <laughs> shitty beard. And you, you cannot get a wig as sexy as his long metal hair that he's... N- neatly confined into a into a mysterious ponytail. <laughs> then you got to get the right glasses, and then nobody really has this build, and so like well, it, it's just going to look like uh, bad mimicry, which I think doesn't do anybody any service. All right. So your pitch is just to uh, do Jareth again? No, no. I'm saying I, 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 I'd be up for picking something else. I don't think we should we should all mimic one of our friends that wouldn't resonate to the rest of the world. Also, hard to look like Spencer. You have a fucking, like, you're closer because you already have kind of a beard and, like, 
You don't have a Spencer beard, but you, what's like, the end game with the rest of the world? We're gonna. You, you like the idea of going what? to a bar and having everyone go, "Why are you all Mickey Mouse?" And we go, "We're because we're well, friends." Let's say <laughs> we're, we're, we're going to be here. We're going to be here for two hours. Then we're going to probably want to go somewhere else, and we're going to have to explain to everybody, "Oh, we're that guy," and he's going to go, mm, "I don't care." <laughs> that happened. The Why? <laughs> Who knows, man? <laughs> and the whole night is going to be on him uh, to, 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 to deal with why we all dress like him. It's going to, I think, it would be embarrassing for Spencer. Uh, okay, so what, is, it, is it about Spencer? Is it about yes. the reaction of the bartender? First, or, first and foremost. Or is it about accuracy of costume, or is it because you think Spencer looks homeless? No. Those, are, those have been no. thrown out. I, I'm, I'm picturing my best attempt at looking like Spencer, and I'm going to look like a shitty Spencer, and that's not gonna, nobody wins at that point. All right. First and foremost, I think Spencer is, is the concern, and, and not because he gives a shit, but I think that that's, that's a burden. Okay. All right. This has been great. The the, the uh, it's it's automatically entertaining for was one person su- suggests something and the other person says no. Like it's uh, this is a, I think it's, it's been a, bad, a half hour of this so I, far. I think it's a bad idea. Okay, all right. And tell me why you think it's a good idea. Uh, I think it's a good idea because uh, uh, it, uh, uh, <laughs> I'll take ten. What? I don't, what are you doing right now? What are you? What are you I'm joking. I'm you, you're. What, I, I mean, uh, what I'm. What, I, what I'm suggesting to you is that you're. There's absolutely no value add to you explaining why something shouldn't be done. But, and uh, you also didn't have a very good first pitch, which was the idea of recycling your expensive Halloween I, I, costume. I, that, that was also a joke. I'm saying out of laziness I would do that. But let, let's think of another one. I, I don't. I, 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 you don't get a second uh, motion from uh, for the Spencer thing from me. I mean, does anybody else there want everyone? Do we, do we all want to come as Spencer? No, 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 no. We're moving on. All right. Uh, that's, that's 15 minutes of, 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 of someone saying no to somebody about something. That's, that's long enough. I got, I got another hour and a half of me. Uh, all right. My garage smells like mildew. I, I, we'll save that for next week. Let's, 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 let's punt that down the road. I'm going to ask for some volunteers. We're going to go in there and clean it up. That's... Uh, <laughs> I think I may need glasses. I, I had to skip an optometry appointment. I'm 40 years old. I think it's just come uh, become that time for me to have glasses. I'm, I'm afraid. I don't know. I was looking at the uh, 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 billboards uh, coming in here, and I can't tell a uh, Vince Vaughn from a Grand Theft Auto character anymore. <laughs> You, you are holding your eye harm and closer and closer. Yeah, to your yeah, face. yeah. No, it's so it's, maybe, a, it's maybe, a thing. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of which, there's a, there's a new segment. New segment tonight. Um, what, tell me what kind of music theme you think you'd want. Upbeat, downbeat, funky, old school. What do you I, want? Some, so you, do you have something provincial? <laughs> so I can find out what that word means when I hear it. I'll pick a province and I'll go with it. Uh, this segment is called uh, Aaron McGathy Asks Questions About the Grand Theft Auto 5 Billboard. <laughs> Aaron McGathy. Hi, y'all. How you doing? Hey. So we were driving down Sunset, and you you saw a big a big <laughs> billboard for Grand Theft Auto Five, which is coming out this month. Yeah, and uh, you had some questions about the uh, about it about the billboard. Yeah, uh, uh, who is that guy? He's just a guy that you can play in Grand Theft Auto Five. I'm assuming. Okay, is he a special guy because he's just wearing a polo shirt? 
He's just a guy. He's one. He's a guy that you'll be able to play in Grand Theft Auto Five. He's not currently famous within the Grand Theft Auto universe. So then, why is he on the advertisement? Why am I driving down the street and I see a giant uh, guy? Because with- Christian Bale isn't in the game, and, and, and it's just a, they're they're just and the Grand Theft Auto Five audience is built in, and so they're just reminding you, oh, this huge video game is coming out with a new release, and here's okay. our stylistic kind of. Is he supposed to be a real person? Uh, now is that I'm really distracted by Tyler raising his hands. Hey. We're actually just repeating our conversation oh. from before. Yeah, this so. is yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no. I don't know what you you know. You just want to raise your hand? No, they're doing their conversation again. Oh boy, you guys are the worst. We we. Jeez. The segment is called the best day of my life. Aaron's, Aaron's questions about the Grand Theft Auto billboard. Yeah, and just to let you guys behind the curtain a little bit, we, we had this conversation, so that's the bit. Okay, so, I, but it's not a not that, Not that I ever stopped and went, this is the best conversation of the world. No, we I should know, have I it again. But I, <laughs> I, just, I just wanted no, you to ask your questions okay, again. Okay, okay, okay. So here are my real questions. Um, so, okay. I'm sorry, now I'm in my head. Um, but these, I'm going to think about the actual way that I feel about this billboard. So he's just holding a bunch of money. It's Grand Theft Auto 5, right? Yeah. I don't know why I said it, said it that way. Grand Theft Auto 5. Um, it's Grand Theft Auto 5, so what it, why is there not like a special character on the billboard? Why is the billboard just like my dentist? He's a guy that likes to steal cars. Put your hand down, Tyler. <laughs> It doesn't. Don't you understand the question? Her the answers don't matter. Is it no, they're not. They're not rhetorical. But it, the answers don't matter. This is what she doesn't understand: is that Grand Theft Auto Five could put a fucking turd on a billboard and say, "Remember to buy Grand Theft Auto Five. And I keep explaining that to her. It doesn't matter. Like when the Batman Nine movie comes out, they're not gonna. Ha- they don't. Per- they don't go like, "All right, make sure that we show Batman doing something awesome." But he's definitely like in a shadow, or he's at least. Wearing his bat outfit. Or Just to let the... you know that there's a Batman movie. That's all they care about. Okay, so about. Tyler, this is a real question about Grand Theft Auto. Sure. Um, it, so that man in the polo, he's a man we know. There's three different characters in the new Grand Theft Auto game. He is one of the three characters. But he's not but a man he's we not know. We, he's, he's not a man we know. No. no. Okay, exactly. So he's just a man wearing a polo shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Okay, so is that the okay? Okay, so so uh, so Laura, Lauren, someone just called Lauren her just, racist for saying that. <laughs> Lauren just said that he looks like all the characters in the game. Okay, so is the idea that it's like ah oh, yeah they're back at it again? We have yeah. another white man in a polo shirt. That's yeah, my fa- my favorite video game company is making my favorite video game again. Yeah, and it's like like yeah, it's gotcha. like a guy, just any guy. Like it, it might have been a woman in a bikini, like 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 like. Right. Well, what I was saying earlier is like you, like I would all. I mean, even though it's 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 uh, so misogynist, I I'm almost like, where are the girls and the with the giant crazy pumpkin breasts? Like, why why is it just this man in this polo shirt holding a bunch of cash? I've never played the game, but from what I know, they're probably being raped by a car, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, which is why people play that game, right? It's or no, I know that's not why you play the game. By the way, you guys are. I feel like you guys are being really mean or. Weirder, not no. mean. No, not, not, I don't think not, not mean, not mean, not mean. What the hell? <laughs> Back well, off. I go. <laughs> <laughs> Let it go. Contentious. 
All right. L- l- look, there's only I don't one. Don't think you're being mean. There's only That's one way to. Meant. There's I only just, one way I to feel, resolve this. I feel silly about this now. We have to have a new segment called Tyler's Answers about Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> he's he's gonna he's going to explode. Okay. Well, then I and I have actual questions. I have actual questions. Okay. okay. So in every Grand Theft Auto game, is it always just it's it's just a generic looking man with there's a polo a, shirt? There's a new protagonist in every game. And that's not what I asked. In the other games, like is it is it just always men in polos? No. Okay. What are the men? What are the heroes usually? Uh, in Grand in the previous one, it was a guy from the Eastern Bloc. His name was Nico. Okay. He, he kind of played an immigrant. You were new to America. He was gotcha. in New York. He was kind of trying to leave his old life behind, but it caught up with him, and he did that again. So is the purpose of the Bulber to be like, we're back to a white guy? Like, I, or is I it, honestly don't know the purpose of back to white guy. Like, are they pulling back so from like a special there's thing? There's three guys in the new game. There's dude in polo shirt. There's a dude coming out of the hood trying to leave the old hood mentality behind, and <laughs> crazy guy who is kind of a psychopath. There's the three things, and they're like, let's all get together and do heists. That's the that's the point behind the new one. Do you, how do they know each other? I don't know. I haven't played the game. It's okay, coming but out. You seem to know a lot about. I it, so know this right. from the marketing material they've Aaron, put out so far. Aaron, are you asking these questions because you want to get into Grand Theft Auto? Is this a new thing, or are you just? You just you're... I'm pretty. I mean, I'm pretty sure Grand Theft Auto would make me cry. I, it's really. It's. I, I. No, I don't want to. It's get not it. that bad. Well, I mean, I don't like thievery. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that might. That Theft might. is a big part of the Grand Theft Auto games. Yes, stealing. I, I respect yeah. other people's property. I don't like. Uh, <laughs> I don't like running over people. Well, I mean, with each new release, there are more and more non-criminal elements you could focus on. You can, you can go to a bowling alley. You can just be a cab driver. That's what I was asking before. Like, him just holding the cash. If I didn't know what it was, I'd be like, oh, this guy just got back from the bank. Oh, man. He's, he's, uh, he's going to apply for a small business loan. What? What? You seriously, you're like, you look at the billboard, you're like, oh man, that guy went to Chase and withdrew $2,000. You know what, What Tyler? is he doing? Is he buying a pool? Not a seriously. Pool? <laughs> what? <laughs> Not literally. I'm just, I'm literally. tired of the way that it... So, okay, so more... More questions. Uh, have there ever been? Has there ever been like a? And I'm not saying this defensively, but okay. has there ever been a female like marauder? There has never been a female protagonist in a Grand Theft Auto or any game by the the people who made that game. No. Okay. 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 Um, so so these polo people. Uh, now, is the if, idea if, that if they actually had actual polo players where there was like, <laughs> where there was like guys that were like playing polo on a horse and they would get off and they would, they would shoot a guy and Grand get on his, on his polo <laughs> pony they, and they're adding know, the, the polo the, six the, uh, the, the previous the Grand Theft Auto games to the one that came out where, where you had the guy in New York they were kind of uh, 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 time pieces so like you had one that was set in the 80s and one that was set in the oh, 90s and oh, stuff fun. so okay, okay. they were kind of different characters now they've kind of gone I like genre no, you, totally they were genre pieces like this is an 80s film. But, but there's 80s. never going to be one in 19th century England. <laughs> no, that's exactly I what I was picturing a Jane Austen carriage. <laughs> <laughs> carriage so this carriage, uh, you're not on the agenda. Why don't you uh, uh, step outside and let me take this carriage? Have you guys played yes. Gra- Grand Theft Handsome Cab? Yeah. <laughs> um, so is the idea... Do you think the idea of the game is that the these men are normal men because you're like, oh, I could be, I could, I could be the the thief. Maybe, the, maybe what's the word I'm looking for? The the car stealer. Is there a word for that? Criminal thief. Well, I didn't know if there was like burglar. 
or I don't know, whatever. Dumb question. Uh, I think as the carjacker, I'm gonna go criminal. I think as technology increases uh, and and these computer systems have more memory and hard drive space and the chips are faster and blah blah blah. The 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 more they allow for simulation of reality, the e- the easiest way to celebrate that newfound power is to sort of deconstruct not so much reality, like I, which I think violent video games are mistaken for like oh let's let's take reality and do horrible violent fantasies with them I think it's more a deconstruction of what you've previously been able to do within video games okay. so sure. like, like I grew up on pole position where you're just like and you if you go off the road your, your car turns into eight more pixels and you're told that you you lost and so the exhilarating power of being able to hit the F key and get out of your car run over to another one hit the F key again at which point your character opens that guy's car door pulls him out punches him in the face throws him away and gets in that car that's right, like right, right. it's not so much like i always wished i could do that it's like i always i was I, I, i'm so glad this video game is allowing me to see more of the world right. <laughs> <laughs> to us in bed today okay, so sure. happy that and i gotta great. say I'm, I'm not trying to score points here but i i have a re- i i like i i'm very handicapped in these games by my absolute like I have a I have a very difficult time crossing the threshold where where like people are being victimized like like even though they're kind of like randomly generated Aww. like people thanks baby <laughs> like it's there's always there, but, but there always comes a point when you do cross that threshold on accident like you just sort of someone gets in the way and you hit them with a bat and and and, and then and then you're like oh I'm fine uh, and then it starts to become it's like by the time you're done playing those games you're kind of like exploring every horrible masochistic uh, I don't have flashbacks when I play Grand Theft Auto like oh man I should shouldn't have clubbed that hooker. I don't... That's yeah. not... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh I, oh, I know. But, like, they're... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, your mother all of a sudden... Oh, no, dear. I know you can play it as much as you want. Um, <laughs> it's a fun game. <laughs> like, I bring in uh, Hannah, you Don't buy this for your, your children, please. <laughs> all right. Listen, okay. if, there's not, if there's not anything more pressing, we've got other, uh, yeah, we got we're other gonna... segments to cover. Is that okay? okay? Yeah. You think you got it under control now? You any see other, that, you see that guy on that billboard? Any other really pressing questions about the billboard? Nothing. Aaron, are, are, you, are you just like, is there a concern in your mind that you're going to lose Dan to this game that you don't understand? Like, like you, no, no, oh, no, 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 that won't happen. No, no, I, can't, no. I can't go near this thing until December. No, really. Right, and then right. we're going to Scotland. I can't. I, I'm not. I'm not going. I'm going to miss out on Grand Theft Auto Five. It'll be there when you get back, Dan. You know what? Yeah. You could. I'll, I'll dress up like a like a lady of the night. <laughs> okay. I'll make you a little cardboard can I, car. Can I, can I give you? Can I give you five five weird catchphrases to to just say there, at a random? Wait, what are the catch? What are the catchphrases? Uh, looking good, sugar. Uh, uh, what what's happening? Uh, uh, that boy be tripping. Uh, uh, hey hey, want a party? And uh, stop stealing that car. Oh boy. For a, for a short time, I was a for a summer I, in LA. I was a tutor for um, kids in the eighth grade who were wanting to get into private high schools an English tutor. And the kid that I was that I was tutoring, or was supposed to tutor, he got to have like a video game break and would just go and play Grand Theft Auto and just drive over people. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a really shitty, shitty, shitty kid. And uh, and, and that sounds is bad. Is that a one to one correlation? You're like, oh, if you're driving over kids and Grand Theft Auto, well, you're it wasn't terrible. His, it wasn't his fault that he was a shitty kid. His he his his dad owned Jeopardy and a million other things. He lives in an estate. Oh yeah, totally. His dad was Merv shitty. Griffin. <laughs> what? You tutored Ted Griffin? <laughs> that's Dam- a, Damian Griffin? That's a weird correlation. <laughs> I'm not has nothing to do with Jeopardy. 
Uh, I'm just saying that he, he comes from a family with a bazillion dollars and his parents don't pay attention to him. And yeah, have sure, people, fine. he has a personal chef and someone who teaches him and his he's parents. He's raised are, by video games. If, I know if, them. If, no, if, he's fine. not raised by video if games. If history's any teacher, being born rich will make you shittier before video games do. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, nothing to do with Because there have been rich people for a long time nothing, and a healthy history of a, shitty people. And then video games just came along recently. It's yeah. just something for shitty people to I, do along with good people. If, if, if kill, right, yeah. If, I love video games. If Caligula had Grand Theft Auto, he'd be raping a lot of people. <laughs> He'd also already be bad. This has nothing to do with video games. He 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 was sad because his parents wouldn't hug him, and they lived in the same house, but wouldn't come to his wing of the house. Like saying, that's how crazy. You're saying it was. that Merv and Linda Griffin would not. Come <laughs> It all started when, when they finally got tired of his Richard Pryor in a plastic ball. <laughs> <laughs> he did literally... What, uh, does anyone know the name of that Japanese artist who would make those big sculptures of, like, uh, plush sculptures, and sometimes it would be, like, a man coming on himself, or, like, sometimes it would be... What? <laughs> I, I expected a lot of people to, ah, oh, Hiroshima Nagasaki. I don't know how common you think your Google alerts are. <laughs> anyway, there's this, there's, there's pop, there's this, what? Hiroshima Nagasaki. Idea of a Japanese That's fake I was, uh, Fun fact, I was born in Japan. But anyway, uh, uh, it doesn't matter. What I'm saying is there's this fine artist that was in town. He had a giant sculpture by this artist in his room. He just had a lot of money, and he was so sad because his parents literally would not speak to him, and he became like such a shitty, sad kid. They, they, would, only him, would, they would only let him uh, talk in the form of a question. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, sorry. Why don't you love me? No, it's, what is I have to make poopies? <laughs> uh, when I say when, when I when I say own Jeopardy, I mean owned the company that owns Jeopardy and Look, Oprah the, and whatever. The, 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 it doesn't more, matter. The more specific you get, the more we have to delete out of this podcast. <laughs> The broader we make it, the less we have to cut out of the show. Uh, the point is, and this is not a comment uh, on Grand Theft Auto at all. I don't think it's. I don't think that makes people bad at all. But he would. He would play it just to run over people. Like in his head, I would sit next to him and try to play it with him and be like, "Oh, let's let's get on it. Let's play. It. There's a mission. Let's do a mission." Uh, but he was like, "I'm playing. I'm doing it." And would just just <laughs> drive over. Like in his mind, he's like, "Hey, mom, I'm gonna." Well, his mom wasn't there. He would at a at a picture of his mom. He would say, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna go play my video games now." And just would spend hours. You know, Aaron, there's a cheat. If you hit uh, Control F or FF, like up, up, down, down, uh, your character can put on a musical show. <laughs> Is there a game like that? What would that game? Oh, Grand Fame Theft <laughs> Automatic. You, you just get, jump out of the car, and there's a plastic bucket, and you start doing like a stomp thing, and you have to build your way up to yeah. Grand Stage Attention Theft. Uh, all right, come on. Let's let's thank Aaron McGathy and Tyler Durden. I don't know what your last name is. Giff, what, yeah, you're good. Giffen. Tyler Giffen. Thank you, Aaron. Tyler t- Tyler Hand- Handenraisen. He's a, he's a he's so excited that someone was asking questions, a girl no less, about Grand Theft Auto. It wasn't. I don't know. I was just entertained by her questions. Like I, I was just like she doesn't. It, I, I'm 40 years old and I'm still feeling like a 13 year old boy going like you just don't get it like, I, I, like it was like it doesn't matter I don't care who that guy is she was the, like I didn't I didn't even look at the guy's face I'm just seeing like Grand Theft Auto 5 and I'm like Ugh. Uh, anyways uh, alright well let's uh, we, we have uh, our, our old friend Seek is here is, are, are you here Seek? Yeah. 
Okay, can, can you can you make it up? Are you are you are you feeling the strength? Hey, buddy. Seek is sporting the uh, the latest in feral audio fashion from feralaudio.com, a place where you can go and make donations to support Feral Audio's network, which provides you with all kinds of shit. Uh, I am told statistically that if everyone in our audience, not this audience, but our, our podcast audience, went there and donated $5, that we'd be, we'd be able to make a podcast for four years. I don't know where you got that statistic. Made it up. I can. Uh, <laughs> this one doesn't cost me anything. I don't. He must be talking. Maybe Chelsea Peretti. Like like. Uh, maybe she. Uh, maybe she. There's overhead there. Maybe she. Uh, maybe she needs like like money. I don't know. I think it has to do with Dustin. You know, like not starving to death. Well, he record. Well, he records and edits everyone's podcast. Uh, and the and the people that do the the, um, the website and stuff. So, anyways, nice T-shirt. How you doing, Seek? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. How's everyone here? I don't know. Yeah. You sound all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what you, you specifically requested to come up uh, tonight. Uh, you wanted to pay us a visit. Yeah, actually, well, I've been feeling good lately, so I, I wanted to come up when I had more energy than I did last time I came up. Um, but I, I, I kind of wanted to ask a question of the audience. All right. Um, Who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> and then he just throws down the mic and flies through the roof. <laughs> Holy shit, he was a superhero the whole time. We, we, were, we were warned over and over again. Oh, you fucking people treat me like shit. I could bend Jupiter with my mind. Goodbye. And then you just hear him as his voice trails off into the stratosphere. He goes, Code 7, proceed with the demolition. And then the last thing we remember is the, or- the ground turning orange. All right, sorry. What were you... You had me. What was, the, <laughs> what was the question? Oh, yeah. What if you actually actually just stole his actual thunder there? That, that was, yeah, I, I was going to do all of that. Yeah, he's going to he's he's wait one more week now for it to have impact. Uh, I'll come back Code in Code seven's weeks. off. <laughs> in my own special way, I'm a savior of humanity. Stand down, stand down. <laughs> um, no, I've, uh, as some of you have been seeing on Twitter, uh, I spent the last... Six weeks, although I will admit I cheated and started before I was on the last episode, but I've been drawing uh, people from Harmontown as uh, Mega Man characters. Yeah, I saw some uh, of that. Which is my favorite video game. Um, you know, take that Grand Theft Auto. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, and it's one of the few, like, really vivid childhood memories I have. Not very, not, not the visuals of it, but just I remember always being obsessed about it. Um, I think to the point where one day my mom, my mom raised me and my brother by herself and she went on a date one night and then she came home at two in the morning and uh, my brother was asleep and I turned my entire room into a level from Mega Man. And uh, she, she was mad. And, uh, and my brother was asleep and I'm like jumping on the beds, like shooting like at things at the wall that aren't moving. Wouldn't turning your room into any level from any video game in, entail some tidiness. Like, well, I, yeah, no, I, I, I missed it, Mega Man. I'm a little older than you. It's it's like it's like Mario. It's like side scrolling, I guess. Um, so yeah, there's just blocks so you, floating you made, in my room. You made your room two dimensional. Yes, yeah. <laughs> flattened it. That, that's yeah. against a lot of building codes. Yeah. Uh, so we didn't get the deposit back on the apartment. <laughs> um, but so I've been drawing people like, and I, I didn't want to just draw you guys. Like I drew uh, I, because this sh- show is uh, you guys have all kind of whether you know it or not, have kind of become like an extended family of mine. 
And so uh, I wanted to draw some of you too. So I drew NT and Adam Goldberg. And uh, then I drew some of your guests. I drew Dustin, obviously. And I spent a lot of times, had uh, two nosebleeds and uh, one blackout, no seizures. Uh, but I spent about seven weeks drawing all of these. So I guess I was just curious if, if people were interested. I was thinking about making prints and I ran the idea by Dan, maybe make a very limited number of the prints and we could sell them here like before a show one night. I don't know, maybe two nosebleeds? <laughs> yeah, two, I don't know. Two. That's why if you look on, on Twitter, I tweeted the original pictures and then later you see them on completely different paper and it's because I, I had to use a light box to redraw it because I bled on the previous paper. I mean, that's not because of the art, right? Like, I mean, there's well, a... it's because it's, it, the, the amount of it takes to create something visual for me. It, it takes a lot out of well, me. Well, Jesus, God. I mean, well, that's, I mean, thank you. <laughs> but I, I, also... <laughs> I, I'm not saying I would normally bleed for Harmontown. I'm just, it just happened. I wasn't expecting it. It just happened. Uh, well, so, well, so what do we, what, what, what do I have to pull the trigger on? How do we get, how do we, you, you wanted to come and talk about this stuff and uh, announce it. I mean, I'm not, I'm never sure because I got my head up my own ass. Uh, what, what do I, I see, I see tweets from you and emails and stuff. And the answer is yes, whatever you want. Want to do? Do you want to you want to sell these things on the Harmontown store? Yeah, well, or? I figured that we would maybe do a batch for the group here, mm-hmm. and then um, you know, and then and th- like maybe just make like I don't know, I don't know what a good number is, maybe thirty or fifty or a hundred, and then anything we have left over after we sell to anyone here, we can put on the Harmontown store if you want. Yeah, yeah. Do can we give the money to the aneurysm Foundation or, or we can? I mean, I or do you need it? If you need it, <laughs> that's, that's good enough I mean, for me. I do, but I, I, I mean, I'd rather my my mission, my my self given mission in life is to to, to help them out. So, uh, you know, well, so well, I, I would. I mean, originally I wanted to give it to Fair Audio. Um, but you guys were like, screw yeah. that. Well, just, <laughs> I, I was I mean, like, well, d- I'll buy a shirt then. Dustin can <laughs> drink a couple of those Red Bulls uh, next month. We, we'll, 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 we can cut corners in our, our little okay. smoking room. Um, but we could do that. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever. Yeah, we could do that. All right. Well, whatever. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. But but uh, so uh, I, well, how, how have you been? Uh, the, like, what's the I mean, the, I think the, that's the thing that's foremost on my mind. Uh, like. When is the last time you had a like a report of your condition? It's just like you have this mysterious condition with an indefinite prognosis, mm-hmm. and I just like like what what, what is uh, what's going on when you talk to the doctors? When what do you know about? Well, um, I mean, we just I go in, I do tests probably every week mostly, um, but. Some of the tests are physical, so sometimes they'll just have me run on a treadmill and see how long I can last. And then sometimes it's blood work, and sometimes it's CT scans or MRIs. Is there um, water at the behind the treadmill? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, no. Well, then they're not getting an accurate result. No, they're not they? really. They're looking at the pool of sharks behind me. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, they're not. Yeah. I mean, what, so and what are, they, are they telling you anything? Or are they no, just like, I mean, right, right now, it's, I mean, they usually tell me things when it gets bad. But right now, I mean, I'm just on a monitored system, so they just... They're, like like we said last time, because I, I, I'm experiencing things differently than most, they're, they just keep a close eye on me. Mm. Um, but because any anything can turn in my head at the last minute, they just have to constantly keep an eye on me. 
Um, so that's so. There's really no news is always good news for me. Yeah. So so. But it's also the weirdest news in the world because you're, oh, like, you're like this coin flipping up in the air yeah. perpetually. Yeah, it's like Two Face is just living in my head. And he's but the just weird like, thing is, it's a metaphor. Now. Like obviously, that's that's that is all of our condition. That's well, a, that's of course, most yeah. like yeah, like, yeah. Like, well, no one no, tomorrow's not promised to anybody. Yeah, you just that's why I deal with it really well because I'm like, oh, you know, so and so, something could happen to them tomorrow. Yeah. You know, so it's it's not a. But it's like frustrating to like like somebody say something somebody in a white lab coat say something definitive anything they're they're probably wrong nine nine out of ten times anyway but someone what is what is is it's like this weird schrodinger's i mean it does but i i never open the box i don't want to know like it's better not to know i think uh for me anyway because i have so much other i'm trying to just live a normal life now so i i put that first so i i want to make sure i if i wake up in the morning that's step one i'm like all right cool i'm here uh, so now what do I got to do? I'm like, okay, so now I got a new job. So that's been like, that's why my head's been hurting a lot lately is because the kind of the stress of it. Um, but I'm adapting now. So, so things have kind of cooled off. So it's, uh, well, I saw that we were talking about on, on the subreddit, the Harmontown subreddit, you're active in there. And I remember seeing you saying something about how you probably shouldn't be one of the hundred to go to the moon because for all, you know, what's happening is hereditary and yeah, you, you could have 99 you know like next week you know the week after we move there but we could make it 101 and i also saw the uh the 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 the, 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 the if you could be like a minister of uh of 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 uh of fear of death for for other people uh that i could go to when i go i need glasses tell me tell me that that's not a big deal yeah. um the uh but more, more importantly we toyed around so i saw being toyed around with the concept of you being the person that chooses the 100 which yeah. I would be fine with. I think you would choose better than me. Well, uh, I, yeah, I, I mean, I look at – it's how I approach everything, art, writing. Like I, I look at things of uh, – who like I, I don't know. I feel like uh, that position should be someone that doesn't have an ultimate stake in it. Exactly. So I thought, oh, someone who doesn't get to go to the, the moon colony should be the one to pick the 100. Right. And I don't want to go by choice. I, I, I want it to be a, a better society. And I feel like a better society wouldn't ha- wouldn't have to uh, wouldn't look at me as a burden, you know. Like that's what I, that's why I moved back here to LA because when I was back home with my mom and recovering, I think that's all she saw when she looked at me because it was a lot for her to process, you know, like that that I was mentally gone, mm-hmm. you know, that she was like, oh, my son doesn't remember things anymore, so he's uh, he there's a part of him that's not my son anymore, so I, I don't ever want to be a burden to anyone. So I think that's why ultimately I was like, oh, I'll help pick the 100. And then, um, and then I'll stay here, and, and you guys are going to need stuff constantly. Uh, so I figured that'd be good for me to be here at the teleporter, guard, you know, <laughs> guarding it and, uh, and making sure supplies are still getting to you. Because I feel like once you go up there with your 100, there's going to be a lot of disgruntled people down here going, why didn't you choose me? And they're going to want to cut you off. Right. And, uh, and I feel like to seek yeah, and I feel about like, your problems. I feel, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like few people will come up to me and go, yeah, yeah, all right, here's some extra you know, flour or whatever. Send that to the moon. But I think... It, I I think I think we, we could build a Sikh mannequin and have him down there in that window that says uh, "back for lunch," and you could we could smuggle you up to the moon. I think. Yeah, we I mean, could... I'll visit. I would like to visit. <laughs> I've, uh, my favorite comic book is a, a bunch of characters that live on the moon. They're called the Inhumans. So, uh, so yeah, I, I love. I, I'm fascinated. The first image I saw when I got out of the hospital was, uh, or when I was conscious of the hospital, was the moon because I woke up at night and I got to see this beautiful thing in the sky. So I, I always been drawn to this show because of. These little things, I feel like uh, it's such an amazing mythical thing. The moon, yeah, it's been, it is. It's, you're looking at you're looking at the only thing that right. that 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 we looked at before we were even 
human. Yeah. Uh, like, like, like it's built into our, you know, insects. Like the reason we've talked, I've talked about that before. Like, like the reason moths go around sports lights is because right. they're, they're instinctively, they, they, they evolved with the moon in the sky and they use it as a navigator. They keep it on their left side to fly in a straight line and they get fucked by porch lights and campfires because <laughs> they think that's a moon and they right. like spiral to their death. Um, but w- 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 for us, for the, the creators of mythology, there's this silver disc in the sky that changes shape but is always up there and it's, yeah. it, 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 it is like synonymous in mythology with femininity, the, the egg that the sperm strive for. There's this giant radiant thing up there, this, this cooling thing that has power over the tide, uh, this, this monthly lunar like cycle. It, it's, it's, it's like the most beautiful, like fuck the sun. It's garbage. Yeah. No, the, the, you know, the sun will die one day. You know, the, the moon is uh, infinite. Well, the sun is murdering us. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. every, every morning it comes up, tries to kill us for yeah. 12 hours and goes back to sleep. When, when, when the sun dies, we go first. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not saying the sun ain't got no power, but I'm just saying I refuse yeah. to negotiate with terrorists. Uh, I, I, know, I, know it's, I know it's got its hand on the trigger, but it's like, fuck you, really, spit in your face. Like, you know, like, we, we have this, you know, like, whatever you think about President Obama, I, I'm neither here nor there, I don't really give a shit, but like, like he's, he's in this pickle about Syria. I don't know why he thinks that we should go do this. I think, he's, I think he was lied to. I think we're being lied to about it. I think it's all a bunch of baloney. I think it's a bigger, weirder task at hand. That's my theory. Uh, the Pope, the Pope uh, is on that case too. Is he really? The Pope said something. Uh, I, re- I was just browsing Reddit. I just see the headlines. Like I'm really out of the loop about the Syria thing, but I read a headline that said like the Pope, the Pope raises the question: Is Syria happening uh, so that we can sell weapons? Is that what's going oh, on? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Huh. I, I mean, yeah, he's he's making a better case for Catholicism than any Pope ever. Because uh, he, he likes like queers and stuff, he's awesome, or kind of. He kind of does. I mean, I mean I, I as much he, as a pope. Could, I, 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 guess. I, th- I think he, I, I think he probably like deep down does, but he knows what he can and can't say. Has there been, but has there been an apology uh, from the the, the the thing that the Catholic Church needs to do is there needs to be an acknowledgement and apology about about all of the covering of the you know the shenanigans. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a real thing that actually needs to happen. Is that, has that has that happened? I really don't know. I, no, no, they they can't. I mean, yeah, I, I'm no, sure they, they, I'm sure they, they feel terrible to. about they, it. No, no, that, that, that's, that's, some of them do. Yeah, it's not the thought that counts in this particular case. They really have to apologize. What I was going to say, like, like, you know, by the time this this podcast drops and tomorrow, maybe not, uh, that. Our, President Obama will be on every uh, Today Show and, and morning news show making a case for some strange ass shit that just seems really like like a lot of malarkey. No one knows what the what the you know the the, uh, the logic behind it is. JFK, like, we, like he said, let's go to the fucking moon and let's do it in ten years, and I'll be dead when that happens. I'll be I'll be dead a couple years by the, by the time that goes down. Uh, you know uh, he did. He actually did know that. <laughs> and that's why he said it because he was awesome. But they built the biggest machine humans are likely to ever make, and they went to the moon, and that's badass. They lived in a magical, crazy time, and our president goes, "We have to go do a like." I drew a red line. We're gonna do a, t- a tactical strike, a limited boots in the grounds, and uh, it's like it's like boo, fucking, let's go to Mars. Let's do some fucking, let's do some cool human shit. Yeah. Like, the, the only thing that I yeah, the only thing that I know about it is or think about it is like what I read a long time ago in, I, in my in my little Chomsky book, um, <laughs> which is just about you know it's like the the it just feels like we we, we America was this 
kind of brutal capitalistic genius before we went into World War II and we had this 50-year plan that we are now exiting. We have now exited. And uh, uh, we, are, we are trying to figure out a new 50-year plan. Like America was, whether you love it or hate it, like we're, we were good. Like, 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 if you're going to be proud of something, be proud of how we fucking... Uh, like we we made this decision that we were the Han Solo of the planet that we were I got no love for the Empire but you know anywhere to make a book uh, kind of like we were we, we we hung back and we didn't believe in the Force and we kept our blaster at our side and we we we, we had our the Atlantic Ocean between us and any trouble and we just like we. We, we just wanted to know what's in it for us. And then we had this 50-year thing that started uh, with our involvement in World War II that turned out fine and dandy for us. And, uh, and, and now we're living in the past the finish line of all that. And I think, you know, like we're there, there – there, there, people were allowed to be more brutal back then. They were allowed to be more secretive. They were allowed to – you know, they were, they were, there was, a, what, a quarter of the population back then? At least half. Like, like less people, plain and simple. Half as many problems uh, and, and half as many ways to fuck up. Uh, and, and, uh, but it, it's like now we're the, you know, Generation X is 40 and uh, and the millennials are going, what are we doing? And they have like like all of this communication with each other and it's just you, you, you can't just have a buzz cut and sit at your barbecue in the front yard and go uh, let's get them rooskies like it doesn't that worked so well and we don't know how to get that back and we're trying really hard to get that business model operating by you know it's like okay it's like the Nielsen system going like, like, like I mean, now, now you're watching this like this this Obama versus Putin shit. Like, and I'm not political. I, I don't care about politics. I'm not. I'm, I'm, the, I'm not like like you know Greg Proops or someone that reads the papers all the time. But like, it's like it seems like we're just trying to really disingenuously trying to create a cold war again, uh, where you know like that, that we hate the Russians again. Like, like they, nobody fucking cares about us anymore, and nobody cares about Russia. Like, like it's it's so it's so. I feel so bad for everybody, and like, like I, f I feel like if CNN, I feel like if Wolf, if Wolf Blitzer, because they get so fucking excited about war, whenever there's a prospect of any kind of conflict, I feel like if Wolf Blitzer personally owned a boat and some missiles, Syria would, Damascus would be done already. Like he would have fucking gone over there himself and done it. He'd be p p plugging one ear with his beautiful yeah. hair whipping in the wind. I'm off the coast of Damascus right now, and boy, it's lit up like Fourth of July. Also, Wolf Blitzer, I, I fucking, he is. He's not smart. He's not. He, he's, he seems kind of half retarded. The guy. I. I'm talking loud and I do do. I do 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 do. Like who fucking vetted this cock? He's like. like, like well, the, who vetted him? Who, fucking like, the, the, fucking like why? First of all, Wolf Blitzer. No stupid name. <laughs> Wait, isn't there a name? Uh, there's a chick on uh, CN CSNBC named Crystal Ball. Uh, her name is Crystal Ball, and she's a fucking journalist, which is awesome. Because let, let's let's just call it a spade a spade. Like, like really, like we gave up a long time ago. But Wolf Blitzer needs to fucking stop talking because he's a fucking douchey, douchey cockadoodle douchebag. Well, I don't even. Yeah, I don't, I, I, it's it's gotten so bare bones that it's. I don't even think it's treasonous anymore to say that the curtain has dropped on the concept of state-run television. Yeah, You're just looking. It's, it's, al it's almost like if there was a war that networks would make more money because we'd be watching more television watching it. And it seems like a lot of the networks are owned by companies that make weapons. Like, we're, like, we're, you can't get that cynical about it, but you, you, you don't have to be that cynical. We're, we're, how are you doing, by the way, Seek? <laughs> <laughs> 
See, see, what's your Syria plan? Um, well, we're going to the moon, so we don't have to worry about Syria. Um, we're not no, going to go to the moon before we no, before the Syria shit goes. No, on. probably somebody, not. Somebody, somebody, um, somebody yelled at me on Reddit for having this kind of like, like we're are, we're abandoning the world, or we need it down here, and all that stuff. I mean, it's. I don't know, because the way I look at it is uh, what, I think what the world lacks the most of is pioneers. And, uh, and that's why I put that dedication at the beginning of Soul Star. Right when you open up, it says dedicated to all pioneers. And that's actually from an, an anime that I really love called Macross Plus, which is about man that has passed Earth. They're, they're, they're out there. We're out in the universe. We're doing other things. We're, we're creating machines and life on other planets. And, uh, and I just see, like, right now we have pioneers in technology. Like, they're making the newest phone and they're making the newest thing we can consume, but they're not taking us places. They're not expanding us. They're not evolving us, really. And, uh, that was one of my, that's on my list. Did you it? hear me earlier? I said, what, what has the species done? I don't want, I'm not asking this in a cynical way. I wanted to ask it in a, like, like, because I'm very proud of our species. I think, obviously, we have to be. What are we going to root for giraffes? Or, or, um, I will say, I, I will say, as someone who's been close to the, the because I, I I loved hearing uh, was it Beth last week um, your your neighbor or oh Beth Bootson yeah was it the week before but I loved hearing her talk because I think that's what I was tweeting you too she was so close to saying what I've been saying for years but every time I say it it freaks people out about what it's like when you're when you feel like you're gone from this plane you would I'm very proud of humanity too because of I've seen what it's like to not be a part of it anymore mm. so. You know, when people, when you have a bad day, just trust me, it's, it's not as bad as you think it is. I promise you, because there is unbelievable things we can all do. It's, it's, I'm really proud of the human race. I, I just, I, I get dis, I get disillusioned sometimes when I see the crappy things we do, but I'm, I'm 10 times, I'm lifted 10 times higher when I see something amazing and positive we do. The potential energy is so, it's gotten to the point where it's almost ludicrous that we haven't kind of, burst but unfortunately yeah. our species history would seem to indicate that it's going to get you know it has to get worse before this like incredible like ray of light like shoots out by necessity sure. like we're a species that is constantly you know we, we the, the first 90 percent of our history we we're in god's crosshairs you know just surviving ice ages and, and and bears were not something that you tucked your kids into bed with at night and <laughs> dogs were not something that fetched your slippers these were these were these were equally intelligent animals as right. far as we were concerned they, they, they had everything we had we didn't have an alphabet yet and they were like we were competing for lunch with them and half the time being lunch and and, and the triumphs that we have achieved uh, in the face of that, like we should be patting ourselves on the back. Now we're in this most recent chapter where our species is going through this acne-ridden pube you know, pubescent phase where there's a violence, this hormonal, oily explosions right. all over us. We've, we've covered the earth. We're choking it. Um, we're affecting it. And we, we're, we, like, we, are, we have gotten to the point where we're absolutely capable of turning everything around and it, only thing standing in the way at this point is just this reluctance to do it. Right. We're just we, because we because how is it going to start? What what would anyone do? How would it, what, what, who's going to be the Rosa Parks of an entire planet? Who's going to who's going to stand under a under a Bodhi tree this time and just go? I'm not moving until shit gets real. Uh, and, like like and invite all of the. It's a, it's a, what, and obviously that's a horrible example. That's not what it's going to take. Uh, like like that. Those, those are called hacky sackers. They're not changing anything. <laughs> I, like, what 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 
what what can we do? It, I mean, the answer is we have to take on this like crazy non marketable like Spock mentality where we start going like, okay, we're gonna do this thing, and it's like. Uh, fuck it. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, like, like, like we're, 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 we're very, we're very, we're very close, but it's, yeah. uh, well, you, the thing is you have to, it's like, it's probably, I imagine for you, like when you're writing, there's a, there's a technique you have to do where you, at, when you get to a certain point in whatever story you're telling, where you have to literally break your brain to think in the shoes of that character or that person or whatever. I think there's a, a, a point where we just have to teach each other that technique, how to break your brain and think differently, even if it's just momentarily, because I think you, you, you expand that way, you know, like you, you grow that way. I mean, that's all of us go through that when we go through puberty, like you said, like at this stage we're in, like you're 13 to 17 and, and even past that. I mean, I'm technically three years old, <laughs> you know, I, I learned words three years ago. I learned writing three years ago and, and walking three, you know, three years ago. So it's like, it's, um, you know, I'm constantly learning new things. Like, I, there's sometimes people see something I tweet and they're like, oh, that was kind of passive aggressive. I'm like, I just learned what that was. You know? like, I thought it was aggressive. Yeah. I'm like, that's. <laughs> right. And easy. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's, uh, you know, I, I'm constantly reconfiguring my brain because I have to. And I feel like uh, that's what we should pass on to other people is to, is to get them to do that because it's not a permanent thing. You don't have to crack it like an egg and it's done. You know, you could put it back together. Um, you know, it's almost like a transformer in a in a yeah. We all 80s have to, reference way. We have to become triple changers. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we, we, before this planet uh, uh, becomes the first transformer movie and kills off Optimus Prime and uh, tries to replace it with Rodimus Prime. What? Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, thank you, Seek, for yeah, coming by. Guys. Always uh, happy to hear from you. Thank you, sir. All right. I don't know, Jeff. What's on, what's on, the, what's on the list there? There's there some goodies on there. Well, we got to, I mean, well, one, one thing is that tonight I want to 100% commit to D&D. Now, now, tell me what you think that means. Like, what, what, to you, what 100% character immersion. I've been listening to, and there, hey, it's not a feral audio podcast, but you got to tip your hat to the to the enemy sometimes. Uh, <laughs> for those of you who are constantly redditing and uh, tweeting and things about your uh, your dissatisfaction as D&D purists about the level of D&D craftsmanship going are out on the stage. That there are people out there that don't think we're playing this game properly? <laughs> there are a couple not, people not who... Gi- not giving our all to There the... are a couple people who are so enamored with our desire to bring D&D into the, into the mainstream here that they, are then, they then feel betrayed a little bit, I think, by our sloppy, drunken, uh, bad D&D playing. Yeah. And a, a lot of love. They want to see us do better. They, they believe we can do better. Oh, well, look, yeah, that's certainly for those of us, for those of you who feel that way to the point where you wish you weren't listening uh, to 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 ours. I will say I've just started listening to Brian Posehn's uh, Nerd Poker podcast, uh, which is not in front of a live audience. It's literally just uh, it's just Brian Posehn and, and and Blaine Capach and other friends uh, playing D and D for like an hour and a half in the comfort of their own home, and they've been playing for they were friends that started playing twenty years ago, and they they're playing very very immersed. D and D and doing 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 great at it. Having a, it's it's a, it's night and day from what we do here. Now here's what I, I would say. And I, I, I want to get. Well, I would ask Spencer. Actually, Spencer, come up. Let's, let's bring Spencer up and talk about this. Yeah. 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 
up, Spencer? What's up? What, what, what's up, you guys? Now, Spencer, okay, let's, let's, now, if Dan wants to talk about getting serious about this, because as, as you know, Spencer, and I think everyone that plays with me now, I've become overly immersed in d and I've become very, like, like, intensely involved, and I love it. Yeah. But <laughs> we play Pathfinder on Saturdays now, our private, friendly group. What we're playing right now is what? 3.5 D&D? On stage? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't have that core rule book or the D&D book on that one, and so I've never taken my yeah. character sheet home. So when I see my character sheet at the end of every Harmontown, I'm looking at stuff for the first time every week. I don't know what, I don't know what half of my spells are or, or you know, magical weapons do, so like, and I can't look them up. So maybe it's time for me to like, email me a sheet... I could look at it, and I would come here more prepared and ready to rumble. Yeah, well, that's fine. We could do that. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so, again, remember, the reason Jeff doesn't want to do Spencer for Halloween is because when, when it got mentioned, Spencer reacted unenthusiastically. Right, yeah. <laughs> I Which is a he... great barometer to use for all decisions. <laughs> hey, Spencer, should I fry an egg for breakfast tomorrow? Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> or should I just kill myself? Sure, man. <laughs> <laughs> so it's hard. Best to use your own compass. I mean, he's a great guy, but, but let's not chart our course he, by. I think Jeff did a great job of explaining kind of what my apprehensions are. I don't, like, I think it'd be fine if everyone did it, but. I think the negative, like the con side of my head, was thinking kind of the same stuff as. Yeah, I, under- I understand the potential social ramifications and discomfort of somebody going like, "Let's all dress like Tyler for Halloween." And there's like, like a f- very th- fine line between that and everyone going, "Let's all do our impression of Toby." You know, like, like I, I, we all are going to get anxious about that, and 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 I would never like like I obviously volunteer myself to be the center of attention and come what may. I take the good with the bad. Other people, you know, it's like. Spencer likes coming up here, but he didn't sign up for being crucified publicly. But I, so I, I get all that. But I think I don't think a sea of people with beards from the Hollywood toy store is going to like drive anyone to suicide. Or no, me neither. I, th- I think it won't. But also, if you're going to dress up like somebody, for me, because I'm a like a, a, a style junkie, I would want to do it right. And I think it'd be hard to pull off a proper Spencer. Because beards and wigs are, are usually shitty unless you spend zillions of dollars on them. Right. It would be very hard to pull off a proper Spencer beard. So right. I think what, what I'd be doing was a pale caricature, which is, doesn't do anybody any justice. And right, it's well, like, why bother? It's yeah, just, exactly. This is just any friggin' person. Now, you're talking to a guy who went uh, and bought a wig, uh, a Tina Turner wig online, and took it to my hairstylist, sat down, put it on, and he cut it and styled it to make my Jareth wig. I mean, I mean... <laughs> We, uh, we, uh, I cut and colored that motherfucker, and it looks. Uh, but that's. <laughs> but anyways, this was a, this was not Spencer's idea about the D and D full immersion, nor was it my suggestion that we all do it or anything like that. I was just making a kind of New Year's resolution, if you will, that I'm going to try at least for tonight. Like I want to really try to let's be, do it. Be immersed in my character. I, I, I'm all for it. I say I say we all really just dive in. I feel like it's something like wearing this pad around my neck, which is you know it's an all or nothing deal. Like like you know I'm leaving the house with it. I'm like, do I really need to wear this to to the bathroom uh, to the or to the gas station? Like like uh, do you? The, well, the answer is yeah. You have to. It's all or nothing. You wear it to the bathroom. Well, I have to. Otherwise. 
if you don't wear it all the time, then it's not. It's not going to. You know, if you, you can't. There's no, there's no t- way to go. Like, I'm going to wear mean, this pad because I'm, I, I think I, I'm entering a situation where I'm going to think of something I might want to write down. So obviously, you know, I mean, I'm assuming you take it off to go to bed. You take it off to go in the shower. You're not wearing it for, for those things, but you do have to. I don't remember, shower. You, what? <laughs> I don't shower. So. Do you bath? Do you bathe still? Do you take, do you take your baths or no? Yeah. You, a little, little more hesitant than last time. <laughs> I haven't been bathing like crazy. Yeah, well, you, you, you're in work mode now. You're you're in yeah. Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna get like bad tattoos and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so, you, but you do remember in the morning. It's by the bed, by your keys and your phone. You put it on, and you say, "Okay, this is it." And I had Spencer make me a tinier one. It was the iHarmon Nano. It was like <laughs> the size of like a fortune cookie, kind of. But uh, I lost that one. <laughs> But again, these are cheap. That's that's not you know. Yeah. I, I I think you're a better person. There's already. a there's a guy raising his hand that we've never seen before. I don't think. Uh, no, you probably haven't. I, I saw you last night. You weren't wearing it. Oh, uh, where were you? I was at UCB. Oh right. No, I t- look. I've, I've, <laughs> this guy, this guy, a fellow in the audience is saying, I saw you last night. You weren't wearing it at UCB, and and I promised Aaron in the green room I wouldn't throw her to this pack of hungry uh, uh, people. That, that, like like this is gonna be. I, I, I took it off before I went to UCB because I, I she saw me wearing it, getting ready to go to the UCB, and by her she she she. I'm trying as hard as I can to be fair to her. She was being protective of me. And she was just flashing back to being the nerd that she was and, like, trying to protect me, knowing that I am a person that will leave the house with, like, my pants tucked into my socks without knowing it, like, and with, like, a cat on my head. Like, she often needs to save me from the public. And, uh, and she, but she looked at the thing around my neck and she said, you're gonna, so you're gonna wear that to the whole, you're gonna wear that out to the UCB and everything, huh? And I was like... Yeah, and then like she was like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, no, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. And but it was the di- I, I put it in my pocket and then it fell out somewhere. All right, I'm not a fraud, sir. <laughs> That's how you're talking to uh, my my new friend Sandy and Amanda, who I met today. They are they're, they're from out of town. He's from New York. Are these the guys you were drinking with at the drawing room? Yeah, uh, Sandy and Amanda. He's from the New York. Mary, but you live in Cincinnati, right, Amanda? And uh, he's moved for a job for uh, Google into uh, into New York. And uh, we were at the drawing room, and I was talking, Tyler was there, and we were talking, and Sandy comes over, and he goes, uh, excuse me, um, I recognize your voice, are you on a podcast? And I go, yeah, and he goes, I've, he listened to all Harmontowns in three weeks, which is, Ooh. yeah, that's like, that's, that's, that, that's the time it takes to listen to all the Harmontowns. <laughs> Aye, aye, aye. That's like that's like uh, I don't know like so, so, yeah. even if you ate like a bag of Cheetos every day for yeah. two weeks yeah. like, like something su- would happen to your liver it's like or super something. super <laughs> super size me uh, but uh, so he was there Spencer I go well if you, if you know Harmontown then you probably know Tyler he plays Kamel's character in D D and then Andy Dick rolls in drunk as a lord and, 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 and like I got goddamn it that fucking and he was kissing cholos with tattoos oh no and, and, and they're like Jeff do you know you know Andy right he's eighty six out of here right I go you work here I don't know if he's eighty six or not but he was kissing tough guys with Dodger jerseys on that have ta- like like prison tattoos kissing him on that he kissed one guy who you know to just to, to describe it to you quickly he looks like a cholo you know like like a latino you know like you know like, like a guy that could kill you a guy that might have know somebody that will kill you, you know? <laughs> and he, he and he kisses him on the head and I, as i saw andy didn't know he was drunk already he kisses his guy on the head and the guy and the cholo guy goes God damn it, stop kissing me, Andy Dick! (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I went to the bathroom when I came back, and I, I don't know if it was Tyler or uh, Sandy. Or like, so, someone said, like, get Andy out of our booth. I thought, like, that, that, that was me. Yeah, this, this would be a fun L.A. moment for you. Enjoy a little Andy Dick in your afternoon. <laughs> turns out the fucking, Here's something that doesn't happen in New York, because he's 86 from most airlines. <laughs> the icing comes off of that cupcake awful fast. Yeah. And, uh, and so I left the place, and people were like, if you, if you, look, if you see Andy, no more Andy. Like, enough. I go, look, I didn't bring him here. I, I'm not his zookeeper, you know. Like, I, I love Andy, but holy smokes, when he's, when he's been drinking. So I go out, and I go to my car, and he's sitting in front of the Thai place, in front of, uh, draw, next to the drawing room. And he's there with two other guys. Or one's wearing, like a, like, a Jets jersey, and one guy's wearing a Patriots jersey. Like, two, not Andy Dick friends, you know, but just two, two new pals. And he gets up, he's like, Jeff, we're going to your house. I'm like, we're not going to my house. Jeff, oh, God damn it, grab me. He's like, we're going to your place right now. I'm like, Andy, no. And, and, and had to actually, like, shoo him away. So I, I feel like uh, Sandy and Amanda, we, we make good friends. We, we, yeah, the, the drawing room is a mystical, magical place. Yeah. Well. All right, well, uh, so what, 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 I, what the hell were we... And Andy, if you're listening, I love you deeply. We're, uh, well, he, he goes, uh, he goes, Jeff... Uh, he, I think he said to you guys, he was like, Jeff and I are going to get married. And I go, well, except for, you know, the fact that it's not legal in California and I'm straight and I'm not attracted to you. And he goes, oh, there's a couple hurdles. <laughs> he is fucking funny. And then he goes, I go, to these guys, I'm like, he's friends of our friend Dino Stamatopoulos. And he, from out of his black suit he's wearing in the middle of the day. He produced. He produced a, a photo, like 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 a, a photo you t- that you get from like a photo map, like like when you have your camera, like a, remember film cameras? They were they were uh, back in the uh, back in the two uh, thousands. Uh, and he produced a photo that he had at, just happened to have in that suit of him and Dino at seventeen years old, and it breaks your heart. <laughs> I mean, not because of anything except we're all old. I well, mean, like, like, like Dino's got photos on his fridge of like him and Paul F. Tompkins yeah, and Jay, true. and like it's like, like it's just yeah. Dino, Dino looks the same. Actually, yes, yeah. he's aging pretty well. He does. I mean, he was 17, then he was instantly 45, and he's, gonna, he's going to be that eternal Greek 45-year-old. Yeah, yeah. He's just Zorba. He's going to be dancing on a thing. like, like, like <laughs> Yeah, we have to, well, speaking of the subreddit, we have to, you know, I've, I've invited people to make requests and stuff, because it's a place for people to congregate and, and, and uh, rehash the show and, and have uh, long, vitriolic, uh, ter- totally justified reactions to social consciousness uh, unfolding on stage. Uh, uh, but, and, and so, you know, people want Dino up here, and I mean, I, I I could I could press a button as most of you can, and Andy Dick will be out here. And I don't know what 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 you know. He's like Puck, uh, <laughs> Midsummer Night's Dream. Like it's just he's like Loki. That's what he is. He's Loki. Is, which Andy do you want up here? Do you want? Do you want? You don't you don't get to ask that or answer it. That's that's why he's Loki. You just you you touch the tesseract and. Um, all right, so uh, let's uh, let's we get we, we get let's, uh, yeah, let's do get our Aaron D&Ds. out here and let's play some deeply immersed D D. All right, Spencer, to shake things up. Good night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to shake things up, I want to I want to play a new song uh, for the D and D opener. 
and I, I think you'll roll with it just fine. Did you lose the old D and D music? No, I just <laughs> <laughs> no, labyrinth, labyrinth last week. I'm just wondering. No, no, I still have. I've just been, I've been shaking it up. Cool. Really quick, Dan. Shake I hope it. you wear that pad all the time. We talked about this last night. I, know, I, me- I, know. I immediately apologized. No, it's and just, I, I, I had human shit thrown at my head. It was just a. It was me. It was my. I own would never spirit. throw you under the bus, except that Sandy. No, uh, no, no. Like fine. made it's me suddenly. It's like I was like, you're a fraud. You're lying. You're a fraud. And I was like, no, my girlfriend's a bad person. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> we all we all know that yeah uh. I mean I have to say like if I were I mean as, as your friend I, I went to the, sh- the you did two shows at uh, UCB last night and I saw the first and you're very good by the way uh, I shut up if, <laughs> it was great you were, you were great um I, if, if you did walk out with that, I would have been a little like, uh oh. Like, like, if I were your girlfriend, I would have said, specifically, well, that's okay. right. I mean, I perform at UCB. It's, it's like high school. I, UCB feels like high school to me. I think that's what it was. The thing that made me think twice about it was that it was a show about writers. That's why I didn't want to, yeah. Then that, that was like, well, walk out with a notepad around my neck. Also, uh, the artist that I was mentioning earlier who only did one uh, jizz sculpture is Takashi you mean Murakami. Hiroshima uh, uh, yeah, N- Nagasaki. Nagasaki? Yeah. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Um, I'm searching for a Japanese face and I don't see one. But uh, Takashi Murakami is the name of the artist. He's a great artist. Anyway, that's all. All right. Spencer? Yeah, he's Spencer great. Spencer Ween? He's great. <laughs> Uh, should we uh, should we bring someone up to play Christaberg and uh, you know and then we have that we have to puzzle over whether we continue the Tyler meritocracy or whether we uh, bring up special people. I love Tyler, but I'll leave it to you. Like, <laughs> uh, I mean, we met your friend Sandy, and uh, but but he's here as part of a couple, and his, uh, his woman will be sitting there bummed out. <laughs> Why would she be bummed out? Well, she'll be torn from her lover. <laughs> So are you imagining me backstage just weeping yeah. as I <laughs> no, face is pressed up against the glass the whole time? I, I, I feel like I need to ask a question only because he's sitting closer to me. You, sir, you're in the front row. There's a gentleman. What's your name? Andrew. Andrew. There's a guy in, uh, in the front row with a wheelchair, wheelchair and some big arm crutches. Uh, uh, what, can I can I ask you briefly uh, or at length what what happened? How, how'd you get it? What's going on? Give him a mic. I'll give you. Yeah. Oh, this isn't going to reach. I'll have to. Wait. There's another one that will reach. It will reach. All right. Oh yeah, so can I can I use both? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like your style. <laughs> I had a spinal cord injury uh, 10, 11 years ago. It, it, I, that's a long fucking story. Basically, I had a swelling in my spinal cord. Some doctors think it's something called transmyelitis, but it's like an autoimmune disease. I don't really fucking know. And um, some doctors think it was an injury from my head tick. I have Tourette's, so I have a tick where I snap my head back like that. But I've had that tick since I was the kid. And um, so it was like kind of a gradual thing. So we don't really know. I walk what is your name? Andrew. Andrew. Is it theoretically possible that you could injure yourself from from just like... Well, a, it wasn't like a, a one-time thing. Like I've been doing it since I was a kid, but when at the time I had my injury, I was doing it, you know, 10 to 15 times in a row, but a lot, lot you know, more violently. Did you take medication for the Tourette's? I've been on pretty much every medication for it and haven't really had anything 
um, more, you know, and they, they wax and wane on their own. Andrew, uh, at, at risk of making Dan very jealous, your shirt, uh, <laughs> Andrew's wearing a shirt with cats all over it. All the cats. I didn't know that there was like a, like a, like a specific image that would turn me on on a man's shirt, but I, like, yeah. that is, the cats. if I saw you like yeah. just in a room and I was single, I'd be like, ah, cat shirt. Yeah. How do I talk to cat shirt? It's hard to resist He loves cat cats. Shirt. He's so sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that shirt! How did it, is it my imagination, or did your her mic get turned up by ten? <laughs> no, 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 her, her ovaries turned the mic up. <laughs> because at the risk of making my girlfriend jealous, he's kind of hot. Stand, I mean, can, 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 can you can you turn to the crowd and show everybody like this is a good-looking gentleman? You told him to stand up. I mean, yeah, no, he I, does. I don't know. Can he? <laughs> hey, it's, it's a miracle. miracle. It's he a stood miracle. up. All right. He's a good-looking guy. This guy can be. In a, this guy can be in a boy band. Gentlemen. Uh, no, yeah, he's good-looking. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's We don't have to Glee. go on about that. This podcast reaches us. Well, and you have glasses. I'm so excited about Dan getting glasses. I was in an acapella group in college, and I got the Glee you thing were in all the time. So I got the, the thing from Glee all the time. Dan, Dan, you're losing her right now. She's gone. A uh, bass tenor. She's blushing. She just. Uh, I should. I should have watched less movies with her and fucked her more today. <laughs> I thought I was like, eh, I love pizza. I love Ryan Gosling. <laughs> what am I? What's what, what's the big deal? Maybe a little She'll too. Keep. This may be a little too intimate, but I think worth the joy of. <laughs> Jeff is going through Dan's. Uh, I, I Herman. Chest notes. At one point today, we were, today was this weekend was a great weekend, and today was such a wonderful day. Dan and I love watching movies together. He's trying to help me out. Jeff just threw a cat. Jeff drew a cat on my iHarmon pad so that I could compete with uh, Catman over here. I'm going to Catman Andrew. Uh, at one point today when we were watching movies, I reached over and, and touched Dan's dick, and it was like, well, no, this is not the day for this. <laughs> I mean, I, I and I'm, hate, not, I'm I, not saying that to be lewd. I hate to say go on, but go on. We're watching Ryan Gosling ride a motorcycle down a country highway. Is it supposed to be hard as steel? No, no. Because we had an agreement where I was like, I mean, we're in bed. No, let's just watch the movie. <laughs> we're having a good time. Uh, but that shirt. <laughs> anyway. Did you make it? Where's that shirt from? Easy, Aaron. Put it back in your pants. <laughs> Urban Outfitters. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah, not so cool now. <laughs> well, it was annoying because I got it. And then the, like that day, I had 10 people tell me that some dude on some... That Big Brother show was Andrew, I've it. never seen that before. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> so yeah, you guys spinal cord injury. Yeah. Uh, uh, eleven years ago. And uh, two thousand two. Yeah, that's eleven years ago, right? And you've been you've been you're not wheelchair bound because you, no, you just stood up. But I use the crutches most of the time to get around. Um, you use your wheelchair to get the best seat in the house. <laughs> that helps, too. <laughs> I also did... This is my first time here, so I didn't know where I was parking, where I was going, and how much I needed to move around, or how much space was in here. 
So I planned accordingly and brought both. Andrew, this is not a bet. Are you are you seeing anyone? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, say, say it's a bit. <laughs> Aaron, Dan's sitting right next to you still. <laughs> I mean, ladies. <laughs> uh, do you, are you able to drive? Uh, I drive with, yeah, I drive with hand controls. Oh, so really? I, it's kind of like a boat, so... Um, I have a, you know, there's a thing in the middle of my car, and you pull for gas and push for brake. You're getting sexier and sexier. (laughs) Yeah, that is cool. (laughs) This car drives like a boat. Like a a cartoon. And when you have a car that drives like a boat at all times, it's all Miami Vice soundtrack stuff going on. It's always Phil Collins, like, I can feel it calling. (laughs) Stingray. There was a show called Stingray in the 80s, like, Everything, anything directed by Michael Mann. And Andrew and has he's always all been of followed his... by, a, by a second unit helicopter shooting yeah. him from, uh, from the air. Andrew has all of his keys in his lap, and I'm like, what I are do. those keys for? So why many you, things. Why are you looking at his lap? What's going on? <laughs> well, there's keys in it. She likes shiny things. <laughs> uh, and well, dicks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I see you have a library card. Can yeah. You, what, it, are you, what are you reading? It's, it's honestly not used... <laughs> It was uh, studying for a, a test I needed to take for my teacher credential. What test? It's going to be Your sexy. teacher credential? Are you a teacher? <laughs> he, teaches, uh, he teaches women's studies. <laughs> I'm crying. What, the, what, do you te- what do you teach? He teaches teach? the art of, uh, the, art of the, the clitoris. Yeah. Adva- advanced cunnilingus in history. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what do you teach? Uh, dream, dream listening. I'm finishing my credential for elementary school. Just because he likes to be around children. Dan, Dan, Dan uh, just, just go. Just go. I mean, who uh, are we kidding here? Yeah, how about if I go over in the corner and create community? <laughs> let's, let's get some perspective here. Adding another cat. Jeff's adding another cat. <laughs> that can't mean that I'm doing well. Uh, it's, a, it's got the. It says ABC on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's NBC. You. No, no. It's like the alphabet. Like you teach. Cats learn yeah. you, you, you teach. Well, Andrew, uh, is it your first time visitor? But are you a long time listener? Are you? Uh, I've, I've actually. I was looking at the. Just looking around for comedy spots and. Oh, you picked the show and said that sounds cool. I'm gonna check that out. Have you ever? Have you ever played? What do you uh, think so have you ever far? Played a, <laughs> What? <laughs> Have you ever played role-playing games? <laughs> Will you or been in a threesome? <laughs> where, 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 where two-thirds of the people rides? were willing? Yes. Are, you, are you ready to be uh, fully immersed? <laughs> I've actually never played Dungeons & Dragons or any of those games, but... Well, I've got I, don't know, I don't know how... It's probably how... not that hard. Let's, uh, let's have Andrew play uh, right. uh, Christopher. <laughs> Andrew, will you join us? I am, just because... Uh, Let's just go for it. I, I know nothing about Dungeons and Dragons. It's pretty easy. I think you'll find we know very little too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're going to receive sheets of paper with a bunch of numbers and stats on them that, that will confuse uh, uh, and arouse you. And, uh, but you, and you'll, you'll be playing a character called Krista Berg, who's normally played by Kumail Nanjiani, frequently by Tyler. Okay. Uh, and you're a, you're a, he's a rogue human, right? Yeah. So you're kind of like a, th- a thief and a, you know, like a, like a, you know, you're good at like you know like stealing stuff and uh-huh. snarky. Yeah, sn- yeah, yeah. And you have you, you'll see your list of weapons. 
weapons and stuff like that. Okay. Is there, is there an easy way, a way to, get, to get you up on stage with us? What? What's the yeah, best? I can get, a, I can get up there if you hold this. Cool. Get my crutches. Right. Let's welcome Andrew to the stage, everyone. Also, and this is such a weird part of Christopher's character, you're always commenting on how my character is really beautiful. It's a weird <laughs> quirk. Boo. Boo. Tyler just booed me. <laughs> well... I was kidding. I was kidding. You were not. Wow, Justin Marshall is like like. Uh... Justin Marshall, everybody. <laughs> Mine producer to the best podcast. All right, we really. I mean, now we're learning all too late. This stage needs a ramp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we can all go to jail. For this. We, we, yeah. we are we are not being very. Uh... I am also going to fully immerse. Okay, we're all going to fully much. Uh, Andrew doesn't have to because he doesn't. I mean, yeah, he, you, you can constantly ask, "What the hell am I doing?" Okay, I probably will. Yeah, yeah you're fine. Um, but it's basically it's 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 uh, it's it's storytelling. Spencer's the dungeon master. He's telling a story, uh, and we're all participants in it. And it's sort of like. If we're in combat, we'll all take turns, and he'll, and he'll ask you what you're doing. And, and you're going to look at your possessions list, whoa. and you're going to make things out of them. So, like, think of how you can combine them. <laughs> Don't listen to her, Andrew. <laughs> no, I'm just looking at this. And, and appeal oh, wow. to everyone emotionally. You've You'll be fine. <laughs> all right. What, am, what is, what is the, the, this yellow sticky? And then Don't worry. This? Don't worry about it. Don't okay. worry about it. Just, just ignore all of it. Okay. These are your weapons. You can shoot a short bow, a sap, or a ribbon dagger. Okay. Damn it. Such a nice day. Mm-hmm. And you can you can say that we had pizza in bed. That's fine. Well, yeah. Now I can't believe that Jeff hasn't had pizza in bed. Yeah. No, I've, I've never. E- I don't eat a lot in bed. Uh, I, I don't. But I think Dan and I eat more than pussy. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's Jeff Davis. Sorry to interrupt, Dan doing his public nervous breakdown. Um, I want to talk to you about snacks. The thing that separates human beings from the rest of the animal kingdom is our ability to snack. But what do we do with that power and that freedom? We snack on garbage. What if you wanted to snack on something that's better, healthier, and, you know, doesn't make you feel like a giant piece of human shit afterwards? That's where Nature Box comes in. Go to naturebox.com slash Harmontown to get snacks. Lots of snacks, but healthy snacks. Snacks that make you feel good. Snacks that taste good. Snacks that you just want to just... just put inside parts of your body that aren't your mouth. They got all kinds of stuff. They got like, you know, there's there's baked things, there's chips and pretzels, there's dried fruits and nuts and chews and granola thingies and jerkies and nuts and all kinds of shit. Creme brulee peanuts are my personal favorite. I'm looking at this list right now. Crispy coconut squares. I'll get all over that shit. Sea salt chickpeas, they got it all. Um, if you go right now to naturebox.com slash Harmontown. You'll get 50% off your first order simply because you're self-loathing Harmontown fans. I mean, really, let's let's backtrack a bit. Snacking is the second order of business. Why do you even listen to this show? Do you, you hate yourself? There's so many better podcasts. Why doesn't Spencer get to talk? What happened to D&D? Now I'm hungry. I, I'm depressed, and now I want a snack. Go to naturebox.com slash Harmontown, 50% off your first order, and if I don't get some snacks out of this Nature Box, I'm coming to fucking get you, and I'm going to eat just goldfish. All right, Spencer, let's begin this, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff just eats pussy. <laughs> And Gosling traveling down a road. <laughs> I just gotta, He's gotta avenge now. a woman yeah. who doesn't yeah. want to be with him. 
That's good. Feel it, Spencer. Feel it. Feeling it. When we last met, our heroes had just laid low a mighty snowflake deep within the dungeons of Admiral Darkstar's Black Keep. After patching up their wounds and ascending stairs, they entered a large room with giant buttons on the walls and a giant porcupine on the floor. They began fighting. They still are. All right. That's all that happened. Yeah. All right. So the porcupine is still alive? Yeah. Didn't we, 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 we cut it up pretty good last time. You were, yeah, you were pretty far, but, you know, not quite. Yeah. Not By the way, someone, so, someone on the subreddit suggested, you know, announcing what are our hit points are at the, uh, at the beginning of each session. Because I know I lose track. Yeah. Because I don't have too. a pencil up here. When, when, I play, when I play privately, I'm able to keep track of my own hit points. But yeah. I, I don't know where I am. I don't know how close yeah. to death I am. You have a pen on your necklace. Shut up. <laughs> but I'm not going to write on my character sheet with a pen. You write on your pad with a pen. I don't. What, what are you, my life coach? Like, Adam Goldberg is just—he's popping like popcorn tonight. What does your hit points say right now? Uh, for a month, make Adam Goldberg your life coach. Like, like, like Ty, 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 Tyler was raising his hands, he's excited about Grand Theft Auto, and then Adam was like heckling Tyler. That's when I got frustrated. I was like, "Shut up! You're, you're both you're, you're like, don't make me come back there." You know, like, like, it was just like this is out of hand. What did I do? do you, well, I, you're my favorite. I, 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 I'm saying, but you're all my children, and you're like, like the, the collection of it was pissing me off. Like you're, you're raising your hand like I want to talk about Grand Theft Auto and then he's like let it go don't do it man. and you're like he's throwing peas at me and I'm like Whoa. I'm like I'm taking you both to the Grand Canyon I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you in Dan total immersion in your character no tangents maybe as our characters we should say how we're feeling just to immerse all right I Chris DeBerg Andrew. Yeah. I, as a gnome barbarian, and, and still in a fight with a giant porcupine monster, am feeling like we should still continue to kick this porcupine monster's ass and move forward. Yeah. Nice. P- porcupine monster. Ugh. All right. <laughs> What's going on? I'll put it at Jeff's turn. Um, I, uh, I take out my uh, my flaming sword and attack uh, the uh, straight at his uh, at his neck. Attacking straight at his neck with your flaming sword. Your strike connects with his necks. <laughs> the burning sword cuts into his flesh and goes uh, about a foot and a half deep. It severs pretty heftily, I'd say. <laughs> Dealing 17 damage. Oh! Yeah. Um, you see blood kind of pour out of his throat and he falls down on the floor. <laughs> you see, Andrew, it's that easy. It's that easy. <laughs> So are we, are we just going after the porcupines? Or well, he's dead there? now. We got him. Yeah. Okay, so now it's just... But now there are, I think there are, there are still some big weird stone buttons on the walls. Yeah, so before you, you see a door. It's a big orange door. On either side of this door, you see three large round buttons. They're probably each about four feet wide. Circular buttons on this wall. There's also a hole in the ceiling from which comes a long copper pendulum. It's just hanging down there. It's in, it's in front of the buttons, or where is it in relationship to them? It's in front of the door, so it's kind of like in the direct middle of this room. Can it reach the buttons if, if you were to, to hit it? If you were to hit the pendulum, you could hit the pendulum, or you could hit the buttons. But, but would the, if you hit the pendulum, would it, could it swing and hit a button? Um, I mean, it would probably go too high. I guess not. Andrew. <laughs> yeah. he, he, he's, he, he's immersed. He's good. <laughs> Um, I, I just, I'm glad I was here the day that uh, Aaron fell in love with a new person. So. I mean, I just wanted her to be happy. 
I go up and examine the buttons to see if there's any, are there any markings or runes or anything upon them. There are not. They're uh, just rather slick, shiny buttons. Hmm. Hmm. Well, there's four of us and there's four buttons. There's, there's six buttons. There's, oops. There's six of us. Yeah. <laughs> there's four of us and six buttons. All right. There's a door. Uh, there's four buttons or six buttons? There's six buttons. Anybody in the crowd have any? Three any, on either any, side any of the instincts? door? Uh, yeah. Probably uh, hands. Huh? You have eight hands. Sandy, what were you going to say? I was going to mimic Adam Goldberg, but oh, I, I mean... You, you've got to push the buttons. Well, we have, yeah, okay. Okay, I tear apart my sack. <laughs> and I, I, I tie it using my, tie, use my rope to tie it to my water skins and create a, a, a shield in front of the buttons so we can stand behind this water skin Federal sh- shield. I'm just gonna touch the push the, le- <laughs> the leftmost button and see what happens. Um, but, I, I'm, but I'm standing behind that shield just in case. Your shield. What is it? <laughs> it's like a fort, like two, a living room fort. Two water skins does not make a fort. A fort's not a shield. It doesn't make a shield either. <laughs> I, I love you, Spencer. I, you have rope, I think. Why would you rip up a sack to tie stuff with? <laughs> well, the, the the rope is stringing it out like like beef jerky. You form a shield. Okay. You sold me. You sold me. What? Don't bring you into this beef jerky, Bill. Uh, right, right. Okay, sorry. No, okay. So you're holding this out. These two water skins. Yeah, you're just. You're I'm like, immersed in my character. You're the character of a homeless person. <laughs> <laughs> That thinks that the government's trying to read their mind. I tell These everybody water about protect my, me. About my... I, I, I go up and examine the uh, the pendulum. Is there anything on the pendulum? How's it attached to the ceiling? It goes up into this hole in the ceiling. It's a rather big hole, maybe about uh, can you, six feet around. Can you see what's? If you look up, can you see what's outside you just of the see hole? Blackness. But, Qu- but we know it's a hole. Quark yeah, so it goes up like a black hole. And okay. you can't Maybe see crawl that. up that, 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 that rope, the, since the hole's big enough that you could find out what's up there. I want to I try to press the leftmost button. I, I'm going to stand back while you do that, because I'm afraid. I stand behind my shield. I, I, I look at your shield and go, wow. <laughs> you press uh, the leftmost button, and you hear a rumbling sound from overhead. Oops. I say... Sorry, shouldn't have had that. Uh, whatever we had. This is, this is your full character immersion. Yeah. But, but, what, what, I guess I'm, I'm looking forward to that starting. By the way. All right. <laughs> Shit! What's that rumbling? <laughs> um, there we go. Yeah. So uh, you you look up to see lava pouring out of this hole in the ah! ceiling. Uh, it's getting hot in here. Blub, 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 blub. Andrew's, Andrew, can I just do the sound effect? Christopher Berg, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, are, you, are you doing lava sound effects? Yeah, I'm, I think I'd be better just doing sound effects. All right. Can I, no, yeah. look, you're follow your heart. You're, you're a songwriter. You wrote The Lady in Red, the one yeah. that wonder from the 80s. The lava's coming down around the pendulum? Yeah, it pours down this hole. Not around the pendulum, but from that same hole. And it pours down and starts to pool. It's pooling up around the floor. You're going to have to move away from it. Okay, can I, 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 I see that I have a new tree token. Where are no, we getting these, are these skills that we're looking at? Is that where we're getting these? Uh... 
Well, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't look at this other paper. I pressed, I pressed the second leftmost button. Okay, so none of you want to like move out of the lava floor? Because I, I, I said I, you'd oh. have to, and then no one responded. I, I, I've, I've, re, I've repositioned as far away from the lava as I can. Perfect. I, I also I, I, I pack up my shield, and I also do that. Wait, I have a climbing kit. That's can we true. can we climb of the pendulum? You, do. Um, you can try, yeah, yeah. Let, let's climb that and see what's up there. All right. So you 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 try to scramble scramble up this pendulum, and as you pull it, you feel it. It kind of gives like it, it goes chunk and falls down a little bit. And um, as it falls down a little bit, you hear another rumbling sound coming from this hole, and it, and it also sounds like the grinding of metal plates. Um, hey. Yeah, it sounds ominous. <laughs> Uh, is, is there lava Ooh. near the buttons? Can we get to the buttons safely without being in lava? At this point, you guys are on one side. Like, you're between the lava and the buttons. Right. So, like, if the... If How fast is the lava moving towards us? It's not moving towards you anymore because you moved out of the way. In fact, it's starting to drain down this drain in the floor. So, I guess you guys moved out of the way. I hop <laughs> over the lava. Well, you already... Okay, so... Oh, but I'm already close to the Yeah, buttons. if you want to go to the other side. But you're already no, no, near those be, buttons. Okay. All right, I hit another button. Did, okay. Well, I pre- let's keep track of it. I, did I hit the second button? Not yet. I was okay. still doing his climbing. So the grinding sound continues, and then um, you hear a chunk, 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 like um, falling boulders coming from above above this hole. And you're still dangling on this, essentially a rope under this hole. That Look seems, out! Yeah. <laughs> I, I have another question. I don't know if this could help us. Sure. I It says... I'm an escape artist. Mm-hmm. Can we escape from here, or does it not work like that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's. You know, do, do you have dis- do you have disabled device under skills? Yeah. Yeah. Could, could he could he try to disable the device or use perception on the door and figure out how to how to open it? Yeah, I mean definitely. Let's uh, disable the device then. Okay. <laughs> so you get off this pendulum thing to go over to the door, which is the device you're disabling. I'm assuming. Um, sure. so, so you go over to this door and you're checking it out and this grinding continues and then a giant, giant block of ice crashes down where this pendulum was from the hole in the ceiling and hits oh, the... Oh, weird! Hits the ground. Immersed, I'm immersed. You don't, you, you don't find a way to uh, unlock this door, however. So did, did he? Was that was that a trap that was meant to kill somebody? Like they were beneath it or what? All I'm saying is that he pulled on this thing, and then a giant cube of ice fell down. Pushed right. the button, pulled a chain. <laughs> <laughs> you will experience an icy rain. I press the third button. Okay. If a chocolate choo choo train comes out. <laughs> We'll know that Spencer writes us uh, during the show. <laughs> yeah, well, as you press the button, you hear uh, it sounds like a squelching sound and thick black tar oozes from this <laughs> hole in the ceiling. Down, <laughs> down the chocolate choo choo train. <laughs> I mean, it's we, all. It sounds all right like a chocolate choo choo train. We've yeah. got to figure out how to fill this room with milk and lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> or we're going to die. <laughs> Is there something we could. Tie a 150-foot rope to and climb out? or is it? You can try and climb up out of that hole in the ceiling, but you wouldn't need the rope. Oh, the, let's not just... use the rope. Okay, so one button made lava. One button made ice. One button made 
black tar. There's yeah. one button left. One of these is going to be There's presents. three left. There's three, three, three more. There's going to be milk, There's lemonade. And... Milk, milk, milk. <laughs> it's, it's milk, oh, milk, milk, lemonade. And out, out of the hole, fudge is made. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I go push one of the other buttons. Fourth, fourth button, fourth button. Fourth button? Um, yeah. You just hear a bubbling sound and purple mist pours into the room out of the ceiling hole. Positive purple mist? Uh, he seemed a little bummed out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not as negative as it could have been. Well, I mean, is it like, ooh, cool, party atmosphere? Or is it is it scary? Is it it's, making us feel good, purple mist? Or are we like, no, it's is it like, going to hurt us, purple mist? It's like definitely caustic and burning your throat and tearing out your eyes. and uh, Okay, so it's bad purple mist. Yeah. yeah. Not the kind of purple mist. One thing's for sure, I'm pushing all these buttons before we die. I'm not going to go to my, my death going like, what about the six buttons? Oh, yeah, we got to figure it out. What, what do you think the point of the pendulum is? is this pendulum is here. I'm, what do you think I'm, the point I'm, of I'm the buttons I'm immersed in my are? character that has, oh shit, I have 19 intelligence. Yeah, use it. <laughs> I guess I would have been smarter than I don't know. I just saw that I have nine. But you know my nineteen. I, 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 I just try just just for just because I'm curious. I swing I swing the pendulum to see what happens if I move the pendulum from side to side. You push the pendulum and it kind of goes a little bit before coming back to equilibrium and stopping. But then the grinding noise starts and you see another chunk of ice fall through the ceiling. It's a big block cube of ice and it's chunk. And um, we can climb that ice out of here. Yeah, like the ice and the lava got something to do with each other. Well, how does the, is the ice hitting the lava, landing in lava? Well, at this point, all the lava's drained out. There's sticky tar covering the floor, but uh, and the first button made lava come down. Yeah, the I'm gonna I'm gonna push another button. Which one? The fifth button. <laughs> the fifth button. <laughs> you push the fifth button, and um, a steady stream of fizzling brown fluid comes from the hole in the ceiling. <laughs> First of all, that's, not even, that's right. not even right. Round the corner fudge is <laughs> Yeah, made. well, I mean, but... Like root beer? Yeah. Like root beer. <laughs> a fizzing it... brown liquid comes out? Yeah. And what's, it, what's, it, what's its properties? What's it, what's it... I don't know. Does you it, want to interact does it, with it? Does it, does it, does it have I an odor? Is it hot? Or is it cold? Or do you want to interact with it as a character? We want to smell it. You smell it, and you smell 23 cents. <laughs> Street value? No, no, like different, different sense. Oh, yeah. uh, Sharpie should be a small year. Uh, I, I take, I take my pinky finger, mm-hmm. and I, I put it in the brown fizzing liquid. It's a bit tingling on your finger. Like good tingling? Yeah, yeah, like friendly. Oh, I jump at it. <laughs> I roll around at it. I oh, laugh. I I'm laugh until into, I cry. It's delight. I'm going into. <laughs> I, I put my finger in it and I taste it. It tastes like the 23 flavors of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> That's right, Dr. Pepper now comes in diet. Wait a minute. Wait, the, wait, the, the fifth button dispenses Dr. Pepper? Okay, I, I said I'd immerse myself in character, but not when I smell a payola scandal happening. <laughs> Spencer, who have you been talking to and what shit are you trying to pull? When you need to get out of life's dungeon, crack open a Dr. Pepper. All right. We have not been paying the Dungeon Master. Spencer's been making deals under the table. Have you been approached by corporate sponsorship? No. No, it just became a funny detour. Oh, God. 
I, I, uh, I take off my shirt, and, uh, and while I take it off, I imagine that I'm a sexy construction worker, and there's girls going by, like in the Diet Dr. Pepper commercial. <laughs> that happens. And I, I, and I have a nice, refreshing goblet of, of Dr. Pepper. I press the six button. <laughs> uh, more, more sticky black tar pours out. The Is hole. it? Yeah, so the ceiling. Okay. All right. Is it Coke? No, it's like a, it's like a sticky black tar. All right, I jump on the pendulum, grab the uh, grab the rope, and then jump off and see if an ice block falls down. A third ice block falls down on top they, of the other one. Yeah, are they stacking up? Can we? No, because okay, so like the one hit it. Uh, I should explain this at the time. What am I thinking? <laughs> the first one hit it off center and then toppled, and then it kind of slid apart, and then the third one went between them. So now there's kind of like three ice blocks on roughly even floor. I try to climb out of the hole. The hole in the ceiling—it's uh, about thirty feet higher than um, standing on top of one of those ice. How blocks. tall are the ice blocks? The ice blocks are about seven feet tall. Audience, seven by seven by seven. audience, anybody have any ideas on that? Fill the room with Dr. Pepper and, and the put it on the cubes up to the ceiling. Oh yeah, can we? Will more <laughs> fluids come out of uh, a, a, young lady, a young lady shouted out, "Fill the room with Dr. Pepper and float on the ice cubes up to the ceiling." And also float on the on the taste sensation of twenty-three natural <laughs> natural flavors. I, I go but up to the, I go up to the fifth button. Per bottle. <laughs> I go up to the fifth button and I and I push my back against it to push it. More Dr. Pepper comes out. I, I keep on. I, I jump on the pendulum and keep keep yanking for more ice. Ice and Dr. Pepper fill the room with a delicious, refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. It, it refreshes you guys. All right. Nice. Fills up the room. It's it's going towards the top. All right. And the ice cubes are floating. I, God, I, they, these things that we that have happened to us. Yeah, <laughs> it's been quite a day. Uh, are, are we are we floating up now? Like, I mean, that depends on what you're doing when this room is being filled up with Dr. Pepper. I'm really. I'm not a witch. I float. Well, oh no, I am a witch. I float. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, Witches I, I, float. I, regular people sink. I, I have eleven swim skill uh, uh, like uh, points or uh, ranks. And the fizzy effervescence also aids buoyancy. That's what I was yes. gonna ask. Absolutely. I was gonna ask, and also, could, you know, you know, in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, when he, when he, when he, in the the, the, the room, fizzy, the fizzy he, lifting drink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can we do something like that somehow? Like, if we drink a lot of the Dr Pepper, can we? That's no, not gonna help. Yeah, I without mean, the regret at the it. end, It'd there's be, no fan at the top. I'm just getting there's under no the hole the and, and treading water, and I keep yanking on the uh, <laughs> the chain and making uh, ice come ice out. fill up. Yeah, so I mean, it goes up to the top, and you got a bunch of ice. So now you got this slippery, floating floor, and you think that you might be able to scramble up into this hole that you guys were working towards. I try to scramble. <laughs> Me too. You. Take my hand. You scramble up out of the hole. <sighs> I scramble 23 up. flavors of helpful. <laughs> okay, I can't look at you right now. <laughs> but yeah, so you get out of this area and you find yourself in a, in a great black hall. The walls are all iron and there's uh, four doors, one of them leads up a staircase that goes up what looks like maybe a tower or a spire sort of thing. I look back at the group and I say, you guys, I don't know what Dr. Pepper is, but it really was a pick-me-upper. <laughs> literally picked us up <laughs> through the hole. Can you not look at him either? Or? I, I, I'm looking at everybody, and I'm searching in their eyes for an ending to this. <laughs> 
You're, don't look at me. Okay, so. <laughs> so Andrew's just scouring over these I'm like three the, pages of, of pencil yeah. scrawls. Andrew, Kamel uh, Nanjiani comes back to, to regain his character probably next week. Uh, do you uh, want to leave some sort of mark on his existence, on his character? Shave off his left eyebrow. So, like, you can you just make up shit. Right? Yeah, it's all it's whatever you want to do. Yeah, I mean, don't, 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 I don't want to. I don't want to fuck him up too. Don't bad. fuck him up. But you, you can leave your mark. You can, you know. Is he a guy? I've never, I've never met this guy. Do I want to like? Do he's I a, want? He's it? a nice guy. He's a and very you're a nice, nice person. I'm a nice guy too. So, um, I mean, but, but you, you, you can leave some sort of legacy on his character when he returns. Can I can't like give him any abilities though. It's you just like, give, you can, like she said, give him a cat shirt. Like maybe like yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can he, uh, you can give him no nine. Can I give him nine lives? <laughs> that, uh, that You'd have to roll pretty high for that. That would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, yeah. something aesthetic. Ty- something. Tyler is suggesting who's played uh, Camille's character who wants you to shave off one of his eyebrows for some reason. Which that seems the mean. The cat's hot eyebrows, you... though. Why not? How about how about take your sword and like shave vanilla ice stripes in one of your eyebrows? <laughs> yeah. Like give him sexy vanilla ice eyebrows. Can we car? We make him a cat and then carve the name. Not carve. That's horrible. Shave the name into uh, shave his name into the cat's fur. You can't. You, you don't have the magical power to make him into a cat. Oh. I, I well, with my done, water skin that I have left. I I I burn into the water skin pictures of cats. And I and I make it into a t-shirt. And it will be a shield from thirst. I'll I, I'll uh, I'll put on that shirt. That's Spencer, how have you been enjoying being my assistant? I felt so bad about Friday. I felt like I was doing a terrible, terrible job, but I love it. I'm so thankful. What happened? What did you wrong on Friday? I just felt that I wasn't there for you, Dan. What do you mean? What? Uh, what, 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 what I don't understand. I just. On Saturday, no on Saturday we were hanging out socially at a restaurant that we like to go to, and. Dan texted. Dan went home before us because he he had to get ready before a show, and and texted me. I'm sorry, I don't have my keys. And I said that out loud to Spencer and Dustin and, uh, and Jeff and his girlfriend. And Spencer took off running to the house because we were within walking distance. But Spencer running with his hands in his pockets. I wasn't wearing a belt. What? I wasn't wearing a belt. Oh, that's <laughs> Dustin and I were watching you. You want, We were watching you run and admiring you for just take. You just took off to give him because Spencer has keys to the house. I like yeah. to think that when I when I die, that Spencer will will curl up on my grave. <laughs> I guess this is what I have to do. <laughs> This happened. He never specifically told me I was off work. Guys, <laughs> let's, let's create, even if we have to shoehorn it in, let's create a D&D cliffhanger here. So I examine the surroundings. What are we looking at right now? You're looking at a room. <laughs> I, I jump into the room. You jump into the room. I, I come out of the closet. <laughs> we'll find out what happens as the aftermath of that. <laughs> Next time... Cliffhanger! Yeah! Right. Thank you, everybody, for coming to Harmontown. Thank you very much, Andrew, for joining us. Thank, thank you, you Seek, as always. Yes. Sandy and Amanda, thank you for coming. Have a safe trip back home. Adam Goldberg for being diligent and assisting. Aaron McGathy and Spencer Crittenden as well. I'm Jeff Davis, your comptroller. One more time for your mayor, Dan Harmon.
Belgian Bon Chance. We love you all. government it is the mission of the national security agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security <laughs> the nsa has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary tapped incidental recordings of private conversations from the f- hello beautiful i'm amy Errett, founder of madison reed a hair color company i named after my daughter one of the things i value most in life is time time to spend with my daughter time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy, let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. <laughs> 